The Xbox Era podcast is powered by you. And if you want to support us, you can do so via Patreon. Just head to patreon.com forward slash Xbox Era. And as a thank you for your support, you get cool stuff and we get to keep doing what we do. Now let's get into it. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 96 of the Xbox Era podcast. You're joined by a very tired... Uh, I'm fielding some sort of new retro look. I don't know if it's working for me. Sika Mechanico here, as always, joined by my co-host and good friend, Special Nick. What's going on? And back again, out of nowhere, a renegade, one bad mother, a.k.a. Abe. How you doing, my man? I am good. I'm, I'm ready to get your back here, John. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if Probably folks are wondering why we were a bit late, I mean, you may have noticed Nick. Nick has the punch opinions. on started early. Nick came in and he was he was windmilling. <laughs> he was windmilling fists <laughs> like of, Bart Simpson of Call of Duty is going to be exclusive. Don't believe the lies. <laughs> Media conspiracy. And we we were just we were all knocked unconscious for a f- few minutes. So I apologise uh, for the delay. We're back. Your scheduled broadcast continues as normal. Man, I've had a good week. How about you guys? You had a good week? You've been playing any games? Talk to me. Abe, let's hit you first. You haven't been here for ages. You've been playing any new games? Uh, I was up until a few days ago. It's been a busy work week. Uh, Ah. So this is a nice break. I'm actually working through the whole weekend. Uh, But besides that, yeah, besides that, I I played, uh, finally beat, nobody saves the world. Good game. I downloaded it today. Yep. Mm. So I'm it's a it. really good game. If you want a palate cleanser, it's uh, I think it's really uh, unique uh, progression system. It was um, it's not too hard. It, it's it's just kind of an enjoyable game. It's interesting. It keeps your attention the whole way through. And besides that, you know, I, I get on to Halo once in a while and just just so I can yell at somebody. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Halo's not in our list. I, I played a little bit of Halo. And I tried to, I tried to today, following the patch that's meant to have corrected some of these desync issues, etc., etc. The PC version now crashes for me mid-match, <laughs> and I went down a rank three times. So I'm like, oh, wow. I'm out, and I'll, I'll wait for Do you have though. the 4K texture pack installed? I did have, and it was working fine. Do I need to now uninstall that? That's the main reason for crashes <sighs> on the PC version. Jesus. So does that mean I'm, I'm, not, I'm supposed to not die behind walls now? Yes. Well, less so. It's less. It's more. You will get more Australian matches. Is there? Oh, so I'm not going to be seeing the number 160 or more constantly in matches now when I play. We had a night the other night where it was like constant, like 120 plus ping matches, and it was. I can't. I I feel for you guys. Like I don't know how you can play like this. It's not disgusting. How good we are! But I, I think it's better than desync, though. You get desync, it feels like it's a thousand. You know, you're, yes. getting, you're getting killed. What, you're on the other side both? of walls, and what if you, you know? get both? Yeah, <laughs> I get both. I'll take yeah. the, I'll take rules. higher latency and no no desync. Yeah, have you guys ever that's... seen the unstable connection? Yes, we had a couple Warning? of matches like it. It was yeah, I see that bad. a lot. I see. Not cool. Not cool. But have you been playing anything? Nick, been playing any new games? Uh, nah, still dipping into Death's Door. Um, I love that What game. else? 
It's yeah, good. it's it's not a bad game. It feels is it long? Uh, it feels no, like it's, it's be long. five to seven hours to beat it. Oh, okay. To beat it outright, um, if you want the full one hundred percent, you could get maybe ten or twelve hours for the the the, the uh, true okay. ending. I'm still early on. I'm at this bit with this. I don't have to take him on, but my OCD won't let me go past him, which is that giant knight in the garden. Yeah. And he like hops down and just starts hammering yeah. down and I, I need to beat him and I can't beat him at the moment. <laughs> he easy, always mate. gets a cheap shot in at the end and kills me. It's a great um, game. It is a great game. Finally got Spider-Man in the battle pass for Fortnite, which is what I was trying to get. Um, it's funny. I bought the MCU Spider-Man pack for Fortnite, which has Tom Holland and Zendaya. And now they just are about to release an Uncharted pack, which is Tom Holland again. So there's like two Tom Holland skins <laughs> in the last month or so in Fortnite. He's getting paid from Sony. I can't blame him. I'll be taking oh, those man. checks and being like, yeah, I can That's play a so grizzled funny. a grizzled treasure hunter. No worries. What do you mean I look 19? Yeah, yeah. it's fine. I, I can play I can play a, a Indian modern Indiana Jones in his 40s as a 23-year-old. Do you know I what I look forward to? Seeing the Indiana That's Jones come out. The Indiana Jones game comes out in 2027, and mm. everyone goes, "Oh, it's just a ripoff of Uncharted." That Uncharted. will get some proper facepalm mm. moments. For That's going to be an interesting discussion. I um I rendered the video for Ollie Ollie World, and like Harmonica who reviewed it, I am also not a skateboarding person and never have been. But I really I liked the review, and I watched a lot of the gameplay, and I was like, "This looks fun," and I downloaded it and. It's really hard, and, but I'm, I'm in the back of my head. I'm like, if Harmonica do it, I can do it. If Harmonica can do it, I can do it. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been playing today. I've been playing a bit of that. I tried to download Crossfire X. Oh yeah, <laughs> the game with no marketing. What? Uh, I, <laughs> I I heard the best thing about that is that it it uninstalls without any problems. <laughs> Oh, good. Ouch. So you can uninstall it smoothly. Like but it was no meant issues to with come with this. The game campaign. just sticks to your hard drive and won't leave. And that's bizarre. It's okay. It was it was meant to come with this remedy campaign, and mm. and it and it there's a bug, so you can't actually get that unless you want to spend like eight quid, which I don't. Um, and then that's what that's what it's come to now. Is I'm that stingy with my money that eight quid was like, oh no 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 no. That's a big no-no. But there's a bug, so it will apparently unlock at some point in the future. But it's only there's half a two campaign. campaigns. Yeah, so there's yeah. actually two distinct halves. So the, the one that's in Game Pass, the one that's not, and even you can't buy the one that's not outright. You still have to buy it as part of the full $25 pack in the end, so it doesn't matter. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. It's a dumb I, I'm probably just going to uninstall it and, and never play it ever. But yeah, what a, what a shit show. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's what we've been playing. Let's talk about the news of the week. Let's have a, let's have a look in the chat. There's, there's some friends in the chat all saying hello. I'm here for Abe's beautiful mug from Mr. Brad Bit. Mr. Ba Brad, Brad Bit or Bad Bit? Brad, Brad not Bit. Brad Pitt. Not it's Brad Mr. Pitt. Mr. Mr. Bad Bit. Not it's Mr. Yeah. Bad Bit. Who's the host oh, of not the Brad Bit either. Trophy Room? Yep. Yes. Podcast? Yes. Yep. PlayStation Brad, Trophy Brad Room? Brad yep. Bit. <laughs> You can tell yeah, I'm yeah. tired. I saw him John, on Boom. John is very tired. That's why I had to be here to back him up today. Thanks, podcast. Brian. I think I saw him on Boom's podcast. Is that right, or yeah. am I mistaken? No, nope, yep. you're right. Okay, good. <laughs> Boom did Jack. ask me to be on the podcast, but I, it's it's literally during my work day. I wanted to jump on, 
but yeah. like yeah i'm literally working at that time so i always have it on in the background and i'll jump in with a smart ass comment or something <laughs> like that as i always do yeah. but um yeah what are you gonna do super chat already banana peel jack ten dollar super chat thank you very much john please remove that hat and glasses i agree banana peel jack i okay look, i'll be honest like the, the reason i'm wearing this is I'm, I'm really tired right my eyes are like no pipe little little slits like this and i'm i it's it's glare from the screen it helps make them feel better the last time i was like this well, i was on colt's podcast because he forgot to tell me that it was happening and then it was at like two in the morning um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna keep them on for a little while you know if i feel better i'll take them off don't worry it's just making me feel once i grow my hair back again i'll wear the aviators too so i can look more like george michael nice yeah i could see that actually you're just a combination of Shia LaBeouf, George Michael. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, what's yeah. his name that's playing Master Chief? Uh, Pablo Schreiber. Uh, yeah. Schreiber, yeah. <laughs> George Michael, Good throw him in there. Good genes, I've had mate. all sorts of weird comparisons across my 41 years of life. Many weird ones. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, first item of news on the docket this week. Shannon Loftus. Uh retired yeah. from microsoft after 29 years currently running that came out of nowhere didn't it it did yeah but you know maybe she was like yeah the game's out i can step back now um 29 years she was running world's edge which is the age of empires studio um yes. with our good friend mr adam eyes green um but yeah so she's bailing out and if folks don't remember you're thinking i don't really know who shannon loftus is she used to run back in the day the TV media bit that Xbox set up back in 2013 for the Xbox One. Wasn't she also part of... I don't She's know done other stuff. Publishing. Yes. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it was global publishing, but she dealt with third slash second party as well. So I think she yeah. was like responsible for, say, Recore and Correct. Sunset Overdrive and a couple of those, I think, if memory serves. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, you're right. She, she had the job when they had no money. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bless her. Yeah. <laughs> the worst time to possibly have she, that job. She, she had the you job when, when Myerson was the boss. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Thanks, Terry. You know what was good though? Like she retired and I didn't see any reaction online like Age of Empires is dead, it's in trouble. Oh, Shut I saw one studio. post on, it was on our forums, I think. I saw one post of that nature. Really? Okay. Oh, no, it might have been Resetera. Someone might have done a screen grab hmm. and, and oh, okay. posted a, a toxic. Oh, they've left. Oh, yes, it was Resetera. I know who the poster was as well. Very, uh, very world famous Jigglypuff. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> the 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 PlayStation fan that's secretly or claims to be a Nintendo fan. Something like that. Sound familiar? Mm. Um, yeah. Lots of those around. Yeah, lots of those. See, I'm not biased. I have a Nintendo avatar. I've got Jigglypuff. Look, we've got a Nintendo avatar. That means I like Nintendo. I mean, I only post in PlayStation threads, but I love Nintendo. Nintendo's the best. Did you see, uh, whilst I'm talking about Nintendo, I think Metro Dread won Resetra's Game of the Year community vote. Returnal came in. At they did their two. best. They, they did, did their, their best, best to get Returnal up there. Did you see it? Returnal, best racing game, best third-person shooter, best RPG. But Returnal was there for every genre. It was in the they platforming tried... category. 
Oh, you know what genre it wasn't in? What? Roguelike. What? It wasn't. Oh yeah, it, the, the only genre it wasn't in was the genre the game actually is, which is a roguelike. Yeah, but it was it in everything best... else: first-person shooter, third-person oh shooter, RPG, music, rhythm game, uh, platformer. Mate, it, it's such a revolutionary game that it covers like fifteen genres, except the roguelike, the one that it is. Yeah. That's Jesus that's Christ, hilarious. It won best shooter, which cracks me up. Um, yeah. I also speaking of Nintendo, did you guys see the hilarious? I think someone in the chats just mentioned it. Actually, the the chap that um, <laughs> pretended he was inside and created a fake was it John Carp? Oh, John that Carpenter? was brilliant. That was brilliant. Deleted all the tweets that were wrong yep. and then was like, watched all the follows roll in. What a genius! It was brilliant. It was cool. absolutely brilliant. And Star was onto it. Did you see could... that? No, I didn't. Star in the Discord. Star Latine was onto it. Wow. Because I, I got fooled by it. I started following him. I was <laughs> like, oh, wow, look at that. He got it all right. And then Star Latine's like, well, what he could have done was post a whole bunch of wild predictions and then just delete them later. And that's yep. exactly what he did. Ingenious. What a clever way to... I thought that was magnificent. I that gain was... some internet clout. Yeah, I thought um, that was fantastic. Loved it. But hey, you know, look, we're on Nintendo, so I'm going to shift things around a bit. Oh, Nintendo yeah. Direct was rather good, right? It was quite good. I mean, look, the overall show was fine. I loved it because I got two things I have wanted forever. And I had no idea. Like, I mean, Klonoa, I had hoped, like... We saw the trademark getting renewed and there was rumors of Klonoa uh, remasters coming. So I was secretly like, poor fingers crossed. And then they announced Klonoa and I was so happy. And then they showed us Mario Strikers and I was like, oh my God, yes. Like Mario Strikers Sega Slam. Sega Soccer Slam is like one of the funnest soccer games ever and that developer next level games then made mario smash football slash mario strikers for the gamecube which i still have then they made whatever the strikers charged or whatever it was for the wii that one wasn't as popular and we haven't seen mario strikers since then like for 15 years or something out of nowhere so you're happy you're a happy nintendo fan right now yeah, you, are you, so are you a big Nintendo fan, Abe? Did you watch any of the Nintendo Directs? Is it is it too young for you or too <laughs> old too for young. you? One of the two, right? Well, you know, to be to be totally honest, I uh, fell asleep before it came on. Uh, when I woke up, I found out that there was no Metroid Prime there, so I was ready to move on to the next mm. phase of my life. No Fair. GoldenEye. Metroid Prime is really Goldeneye. the only. I mean, that is that's probably the reason I own a Switch. Is, to eventually play Met, you know, to play Metroid. That's yeah, it. Prime's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I saw the Metroid Dread update and I was like, nope, I'm not doing oh. that. Did you well, see it? There's, I didn't see it. There's, no. a, there's a Metroid Dread update that adds a one hit mode where you die just getting <laughs> hit, hit once. Wow. And I'm just like, that's, I'm not going to touch that. That's the opposite of the mix mode. <laughs> I love that game. It's my favorite game, but I'm not. I'm not touching that. But they actually they did also put a Nick mode in with a, an easy mode. So yeah, well that's good. I mean I've already beat it 100 percent anyway, so that's fine. Um, what they need to add is a let me skip the cutscenes anytime mode. 
<laughs> because the first time around, they don't let you skip them. You have to have watched the cutscenes once first before they let you skip them. The swans. So, How dare that's they? That's a bit disappointing. How dare they? Um, Faisal, super chat. Yep. What we Keep got? the glasses and hat on, John. I feel like you're going to break into a bass solo and need to see it happen. I I do have a guitar, just there. I can I can whip something up for you, Faisal. Just and you know. big bite wolf has a forty ruble super wow. chat. Hello from the Russian Xbox community. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> really, I mean, it's cool. Hello. Do you know what? Do you know what's a fun fact for people watching? Right, this podcast is listened to in over eighty different countries worldwide. How cool is that? That's that's it cool. Is. I think that's pretty, cool. pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, welcome. Thanks. Thanks for watching. How, how, I hope it's not too freezing cold in Russia right now. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's just cool to see that kind of global presence for our mm. humble little podcast. Um, what other news? What other news of the week there is? There's a, there's a subject coming up later on that I'm just trying to avoid, so I'm going to drag out this news as best <laughs> I can. Uh, Lord of do. the Rings, the excellent Lord of the Rings, my favourite film series trilogy of all time. Really? Yeah, easily. It won't be beat. Don't think it'll be beat in my lifetime. I mean, it was already beaten by John Wick, but okay. Man, no. Sorry. John, John Wick 1, great. John Wick 2, eh. John, John, Wick's... John Wick's a better trilogy than Lord of the Rings. No. Good God. <laughs> Just bad opinion train or something. It's only going to heat up from here, though. I know. Like, is it, these are the parts that make it impossible to always stick with Nick, because I, I feel dirty when I agree with him, because most John of Wick his opinions are like so perfect. bad. Uh, yeah. Joe Wick's, he's gonna slowly build up to a crescendo. Dude. One very good, two not very good, three very bad. Yeah, three wasn't great. Although I rewatched John Wick recently. Is like... I I tell you what, nobody was a better John Wick. It was Bob Odenkirk. Sorry, nobody. Nobody's nobody, yeah. a great film. Yeah, he was a better awesome John Wick. Film. I it just called a... it Old Man John Wick. That was brilliant. <laughs> he's on the bus. I'm gonna. You are. They should have just named that movie Better Call John Wick. Nah. That would have been a better title for that movie. See, see, yeah, this is this is why this Come is why on. Shawshank was okay. This is why people aren't coming to you for film opinions and criticism, bro. The movie podcast is just gonna die a death if we ever do one. Whatever, man. Right. Crash. Yeah. I, I heard a Star Wars opinions uh last week and I think that was enough enough movie opinions from Nick for me. Uh, don't get upset at me because I don't suffer from the nostalgia bug that other old people do. I consider that a blessing that I don't suffer from that disease. It's probably a good thing, to be fair. But anyway, Lord of the Rings, uh, the game rights are up for grabs. Yeah, um, and had those before. Uh, I want to say Warner. No, no, it's a weird company name that I can't remember that isn't Warner Brothers, but New Line well, no, Cinema. Hold on, it must be Warner. No. It's Shadow of War. And Shadow of yeah, but well, they had the game rights before. No, they, they had the they licensed, licensed them, but yeah. Thank you. Um, and then Amazon is doing was doing stuff, and then there's this Gollum game coming that's been all over the place. Yeah. Oh, that but, Gollum game. That's right. It was one of the first next gen games announced, wasn't it? Apparently, but these IP uh, rights are expected to fetch over two billion dollars just to For make the games. No, no, just yeah, just to 
have the ability to make a movie or a game based on Lord of the Rings, $2 billion to have the rights to do so. Which is, I thought this was games only. No, movies and games. Ah, right. Okay. Mm. Well, then that makes more sense for $2 billion. Yeah. Half the price of a bungee. Mm. $2 billion doesn't go as far as it used to. It doesn't, does it? <laughs> it used to buy you I remember, I remember when you could buy a lot for $2 billion. <laughs> $2.5 billion, to- Minecraft. It used right. to buy you the biggest game in the world, Minecraft. Yep. Now it buys you Money Destiny. <laughs> yeah, now it buys you Destiny 2. Yeah. Not even. It doesn't even buy you Destiny 2. <laughs> Shocking. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's that's interesting. I don't know if, if, if they're ever going to remake more Lord of the Rings films. Like Amazon are doing the TV show. I don't think the films can really be touched. They're so a unique combination of great cast practical effects miniatures someone did it now it would all be just cg nonsense like the hobbit we call that the hobbit trilogy yeah 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 we've already seen that watching those and yeah it was it was terrible as soon as i heard three movies i was like why it didn't have to be three movies peter what are you doing peter peter he didn't want to do that he didn't want to do it out and so he got stuck and it was all cg and you could tell it was not the same type of passion project that the first one was yeah I did not get to hone that. I didn't even waste my time. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. It's had some terrible, terrible moments. And another piece of good news, though, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge got announced for Xbox, and you are a very happy man when you saw that, right? Oh yeah. You're going to be very much. You're going to be booking yourself to do the review for that one. I better be. I better be doing that review. You know you are. I literally already forwarded you the email saying we're on the list. Good. What, what is it? Is it because it's like a Streets of Rage clone, or is it yeah. nostalgia for the? Didn't you didn't you ever play those old? Ninja yeah, of course Turtles I did. Like but I was, I'm curious if it, if you're more I'm a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan, or it's the kind of the combo of that and the genre. It's both. It's both. I like. I have always liked that genre. I still, even now, um, boot up Captain Commando. Um, God, Captain Commando was good, uh, and I used to love. Like I'd pump credits in and to hear that commando 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 every time you get credits in um i still boot up cadillacs and dinosaurs uh i i've always loved those scrolling beat-em-ups they're just i don't know that you can just zone out you don't have to concentrate yeah there's no cutscenes. there's no like you just you play the game till yeah the punisher was amazing um Alien versus Predator, like Capcom, especially were just the masters. Konami, I think, always played second fiddle to Capcom, um, but the Konami ones were still good. Like the X Men game was pretty good. No, yeah, I can see everyone in the chat. One. It's not nostalgia. Like I didn't like Battle Toads, and that's a scrolling beat 'em up. It's not nostalgia. Like the game still has to be good, um, but this Turtles game looks. Really, really good. I played that Space Jam game. That also wasn't good, just because it was an old school scrolling beat 'em up. So no, it's not nostalgia. I'm just talking about those games that I used to like. A lot of them still hold up when they they're do. designed well, like Streets of Rage Four. They hold up and they're they're really really good. I enjoy. I played them. like 35 hours of Streets of Rage Four, and that's a that's a game you can beat in less than an hour. <laughs> so yeah. Oh yeah. You just, you just keep going that's through the, the different characters and and yeah. try different moves. And Have you done the survival it. mode? Did you buy the survival mode DLC, Mister X's? No, Nightmare? I didn't. I haven't tried it yet. 
It turns it into almost a roguelike. It's neat. Yeah, it does. Oh, does it? Okay. Nick, did you ever play the arcade version of Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? I played that. No. Only the Mega Drive. Legitimately great beat-em-up. Really, really weird. Yeah. Very weird. It had this. It was the smooth criminal level. I it distinctly yeah. remember in my brain. Um, yeah. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, there's actually a community question from Cade, aka Cade Forever, who's actually asked, "Why on earth do people in the forum want Xbox to acquire the Lord of the Rings gaming IP? We have so much different fantasy content already in the works with Elder Scrolls yeah. Six, Avowed, Fable, and a back catalogue of even more dormant fantasy IP, including Heretic, King's Quest, etc." I think we Xbox becomers are becoming quite selfish. Selfish. <laughs> I mean, it's still, it's still Lord of the Rings. And it's a big... And it's a big... Yeah. Every time it's we a, hear something's up for sale, like, we feel like... <laughs> it's, it's like a big sandwich. It's, it's like feeding like like friends. When Homer's in hell and he's being fed all those donuts, he's just like more... Just like keep it coming. <laughs> that is but literally... To be, to be fair, the Lord of the Rings... Uh, IP has a decent track record video game wise. Like it's, yes, there's been I, some really good Lord of the Rings games. There were some fun movie tie-in titles that looked quite pretty back in the day, right? Mm. Like I remember doing the Helm's Deep battle on top of the parapets and all the fire and explosions and cave troll fights and stuff. I'd love to see like a, you know, something of the scale of The Witcher Three, kind mm. of in Middle oh, Earth. Shadow of Mordor was fantastic. It was okay, I, but it, it got very, it. very repetitive. I thought. Yeah. Nah. I, I I don't even feel like that really. Like it was a good game, but it wasn't necessarily a great Lord of the Rings game. It, it didn't really feel like it. Did oh, okay, that that I can understand. You that know, I can and that's understand. that's the problem. Like a lot of those licensed games, in order for them to be good, they don't s- stick too closely to the uh, the core lore that everybody loves, right? I mean. Because that gets too restrictive. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't follow. I don't get. Way. I don't get excited about licensed games most of the time. Yeah. No. Nah, see, I, I once just in a while they work. Game. I feel like Batman and Spider Man are like the only two that I can. In, in some of the Star Wars games, are the only ones that feel like. Yeah. They yeah. Work. I'm completely over Star Wars now. I'm just, really? Yeah. I don't care. I, honestly, I don't care about Star Wars. It would take a lot for me to be like, yeah, I did. It's just not as it's not actually that good. Sorry. The new ones, the new ones aren't. There. No, There's just never been a good Star Wars movie. I was getting begged for my no, Star Wars it, takes, and look what you just said. The originals are. You really just good. said. I, I didn't say anything bad about the films. I said I'm over. It, it, the thing with Star Wars now, as it exists, is it is just a constant play of. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember this droid? Do you remember, do you remember this ship? Do you remember yeah, this no. character that was in this show? That's why for Mandalorian is the best. It's awful. That's why Mandalorian's the best. And yet we lap it up. Oh, that little that yeah. little Yoda. Man- oh, he could make a great marketing doll. Oh, he has. Oh, Mandalorian oh. is the greatest thing in Star Wars right now. They need to make a Mandalorian movie. They need to hurry up and announce that Mandalorian game. Like Mandalorian, I can't get sick of. He is wow. so cool. Well, and we enough, don't want to get into spoilers, do we? For the no, Mandal- for, for no, 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 okay, no, no. I'm, I'm still just, I'm still watching it just to get to the Mandalorian. Oh, okay, bits. okay. W- wouldn't it make so. sense though for Amazon? Let's go back to Lord of the Rings. Wouldn't it make sense though for Amazon to buy those rights, and that way they'd actually have Lord of the Rings games 
for Luna as well? Like, wouldn't that make more sense? Um, uh, yeah, I, I suppose. Maybe they will. Jeff Bezos certainly isn't poor. Maybe he will do <laughs> no, it. No, he is not. Um, and apparently he's a big Lord of the Rings fan. But um, I know you wanted to move away from Star Wars, but I'm sure I saw from Dirty Flint a community question that said, Hello, do either of you like Star Wars? Oh, yeah, there is too. Yeah. Do either of you like Star Wars? <laughs> I like it. I like Star Wars just fine. I wouldn't consider myself a big Star Wars fan, per yeah. se, but I like Star Wars just fine. I have differing opinions on the movie rankings. Mm. Um, I don't, you know, even as someone who was born in 1980, I don't have that attachment to those old movies that everyone else seems to have. Even as a kid, I remember watching them and thinking, and kids are dumb, right? Like, as kids, we just love every movie that comes out. It doesn't matter what the movie is. We love every single movie that comes out because we're just so excited to be watching a movie. That's true. And even as a kid, I was like watching these Star Wars movies being like, eh. Really? Oh, I was Even as a kid that gets excited about everything. (laughs) I was watching these movies and I was like, eh. You didn't have like Star Wars toys, like tons of those? Uh, No, I had had a Darth Vader helmet with all the action figures in it. The X-Wing. No. Man, I, I, I was it. I was lightsabers were the only thing I loved. I, I was a fanatic. I actually had the movies memorized. Like I would I would act out all of them with my action figures. And then I think the Phantom Menace was probably the biggest letdown of a movie I've ever seen. I, See, I, I can't th- I can't remember of I can't remember a movie that I anticipated more than the Phantom Menace in my life. And that I was, liked it. It had it had like a good ten minutes. That you know the lightsaber battles were pretty sweet. Uh, Amazing, Unpa- unmatched, unmatched. Yeah, those are really in the music and everything going on. That was that was really good. That was that was it. That was the only part that I liked. No, the uh, best see, bit. I, in- I, I liked the idea of exploring the the history of Darth Vader. I I, I enjoyed that. I like that. Yeah, the best that bit. Good. The best bit in The Phantom Menace, and I'm going to give you a direct quote of the best bit. Are you ready? This is the best bit. The bit that actually, even at my young... How old was I when The Phantom Menace released? 1999? I was 19. So I, I, would, have 19. Been, I would have been 15. This is the bit. Yippee! That bit. <laughs> my testicles had only just dropped, and they went whoosh right back up with all the cringe. So I was like, oh, God, what was that? Who, who put that Yippee. line in the script? Yeah. There's a bit yeah, where... That's Darth Vader does it, yippee. <laughs> Darth Vader, Anakin, he gets told he can go and build his droid or stay up for an extra hour. And he's like, yippee. <laughs> he's he's so... a kid. What do you want him to say? Your kid ever say yippee? My kids say all sorts of weird shit. Uh, y- yippee. <laughs> like, Even in 1999, kids. yippee was not in the modern lexicon of words. Oh, Jesus. If that's what's going to bother you about a movie, then good. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't just that. It was the delivery of it. He was like, okay, Anakin, yeah. and we want you to be really happy and say, yippee. Yeah, but that's just the kid being not a great actor. Like, for, for all you know, that was ad lib. For all you know. Maybe the script said woohoo. Well, he, he made the film four, four times you know, as bad. They just bad. kept it in. Like, you don't know that. No, that, that's not what's going to bother me. Like, and, Hey, the, the Mandalorian in the episode I just watched, he just went, wizard. What the hell's going on, Star Wars? Yippee yeah, and Wizard. With, this isn't Enid Blyton. I this isn't what the famous five. Too. Is Wizard supposed to be a word for cool in that now, universe? Well, I grew up on 
Enid Blyton books as a kid, right? So the mm. famous five, the secret seven, and wizard was kind of like this 1950s, oh, wizard. That's how a Brit would kind of say it if you were like a middle-class Brit back in oh, the day. Okay. Oh, simply wizard, you know? It's just like, it means really cool. So I get oh, okay. that the Mandalorian used it in the right context, but also he's the Mandalorian, probably shouldn't be saying wizard. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I wondered why Nerd. he said that word too. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. This is the Xbox uh, I, Era podcast. We talk about video games sometimes. Um, if you, I remember everyone hating Jar Jar back then. I oh, remember yeah. everyone I mean... hating Jar Jar. That's what I remember. Like, yeah, I can't even do. I can't even do a Jar Jar impression because we'd all be cancelled if we did. Right. right? That's how. It, uh, how, that's how bad it is. Like, it's just. I don't know how that got through. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible yeah. thing. I don't know. Like I said, biggest letdown of the movie of my lifetime. Uh, do you remember the okay. theories yeah. for the last Star Wars where it was revealed that Jar Jar Banks was actually like Darth Sidious or, or whoever, <laughs> you know, Darth, Darth, the one that killed or could stay alive forever. That was the big reveal and you'd see the red lights. I mean, that would have been a brilliant twist. I would have paid to see that. But anyway, let's get off the Star Wars train before we're here all weekend. Um what else have we got in the news? Uh, number counts. Number counts are very important, apparently, to Microsoft. Mm. Monthly mm. active users. Yeah. Minecraft Dungeons reaches mm. 15 million players. So that is 15 million players since launch, not monthly active users. But so that's nearly million. two years. Yeah. Nearly two years. Mm. It's pretty good. Not bad. Mm. Yeah, that is good. I'm, I'm surprised it's not more for Minecraft. Yeah, it's not the Minecraft. It's a spinner. I know. Here, but here's the, the problem name. with Minecraft Dungeons. As good as the game is, I, I think it's good. It launched without crossplay. Yeah. It launched without cross save. And that game is hard as balls, despite being aimed at children. Like, I can't believe how hard that game is. Like, I, I'm still working my way through Diablo 3 very, very slowly on PlayStation. And I have not died once in Diablo. I haven't even come close to dying in Diablo. Minecraft Dungeons, I reckon I've died like 50 times. That game is so hard and it's just, it's for children and yet it's it's too difficult for children. Mm. And I just... I don't know. I watch my younger my younger son and his cousin play it. And the thing is, it is, it is designed for one more guy with better gear, one more guy with better gear until you get to the end, right? And that kids, mm-hmm. yep, yep, again, again, and they'll just repeat. repeat Maybe repeat, Nick just repeat. needs to get good. I wasn't no, going to say you it. You can't get good. It's, it's too hard. You can't get good. It doesn't matter. You like can, like, like you what John just said made things. sense now. Yeah, what John just said made sense. Like you have to have good gear, and if you don't, it's impossible. Like, it is very so hard. hard. I, I joined like, my son so with my like level seven player, and he's like level I don't know twenty something, and he was like, "Oh, Dad, I'll get you up," you know. And he's seven. Yeah, and I was just like, "All right, okay." It's so hard, and and yeah. I think that hurts it. Yeah, I think yeah. that hurts it. It definitely does. It definitely does. My 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 little boy. I mean, I've taken away his Xbox and everything at the moment. He is in trouble. Ladies and gentlemen, he is in big trouble at home. So to give you a small tangent, small, just a little one, okay. We caught him about four days ago. We put him to bed. About 45 minutes, we heard the old telltale floorboard creak just above our sofa, which is where our bedroom is. And we're like, so me and the wife, like, 
Sam Fisher up those stairs and we turn the light on and we catch him bending down by mum's bedside table where she keeps the occasional bag of Haribos and he's caught red-handed and we're like right oh, what's I've never done it and then we we went and we, we we talked to him and he admitted he'd been stealing all these sweets out of these bags and we were like oh, really crossed fast forward four days since we had all of these apologies and promises this was last night I go and I go out to the kitchen. We've still got some of the Christmas chocolate left, and I get this bag box of Oreos, and they're like two, two individually wrapped Oreos in a in a packet, and there's like eight packets in a box, and I've had one, and the wife has had none, and I go to get one out, and I'm like, there's only five in here. There's only five packets. Someone's had two other packets, well, three other packets. What's going on? So I go up to his room and I start calling him out now. I did this when I was a kid. I used to sneak food and I used to tuck it down. I used to have a bunk bed. I used to go down the side of the bunk bed, the pole that was in the corner. So, the, and, you know, five years later when the bunk bed got demolished, all these wrappers of caramel biscuits all fell out. But <laughs> me being his father, I was like, just going to have a little look around, mister. It wasn't me. I'm innocent. So I opened a drawer and then I was like, oh, I couldn't be behind the bed. And I literally just pulled his bed and holy, this kid has been doing this for months this rain of Kinder wrappers and and chocolate biscuit wrappers, just like it was like it was like one of those comedy scenes where someone opens the wardrobe and everything falls on them. And I was buried under these sweet wrappers. Hit, mate. It was just me in the room with him at that point, and he went, "Please don't tell mum." Stitches. Oh, the power we wield as parents. The thing, funny thing is, it's exactly what I did when I was his age. So, yeah. like, it, I, I have to be mad, but I'm also kind of like, just a yeah, good gig, you, bro, you while it lasts. back some, some memories, some nostalgia <laughs> as you're talking about that. But yeah, he's had I, no I, Xbox, no Switch now. Back when I did that, though, that your parents are allowed to whip their kids instead of just ground them. So I think oh, I man, it's so much harder on us now. I think, no. I, got, I, think I got a belt. <laughs> Yeah, let's not, let's not go down that road. Leather slipper for me when I was a young lad, a young whippersnapper. Yeah, especially don't want me to get involved in this discussion. <laughs> we will oh, get man. in big trouble if I get involved in this discussion. Yeah. yeah. So there it's you go. The best we don't. It's hilarious. That's uh, my my little boy is uh, in big trouble. There you go. And he's got you no know, video games because uh, of it. I feel bad. We were talking about Crossfire X before for like three seconds. We. <laughs> And there's a there's a community question about Crossfire X from Mort. Yep. And it's really easy to answer, so I figure we may as well get it out of the way. Okay. <laughs> Mort, g'day panel. What do you think about Crossfire X? Have you played it? <laughs> and if so, what are your impressions? <laughs> Thanks, Mort. Well, Mort, we have not played it. <laughs> we and don't intend to. From... <laughs> yeah, probably won't. And the impressions yeah. from what we've seen are not good. <laughs> That's pretty much yeah. Crossfire X. Yeah. Oh dear. I mean, Microsoft didn't even care enough to like acknowledge its existence. You, you, it's not even advertised in the Game Pass, like available no, now. Nothing. It's like no. right at that end. You have to scroll like, for like, a while. Like Microsoft was handling them. I, I said this before. Like uh, the, the way that you would handle your crazy ass uncle when you're introducing your significant other for the first time, you know, at yeah. a party. <laughs> it's like you try to make it as brief and like hope that, that, that yeah. they don't get to talk too much or get to Just know each other. Push them off to the side. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Oh, dear. Um, speaking of other numbers, I know we just said about Minecraft uh, Dungeons hitting 15. Grounded hit 10 million players. And that's that's pretty good. 
that's more know. interesting because it's it's mm-hmm. in early access it's surprisingly polished even when it first released and they've done nothing but add pretty significant updates i think um have you got have you, have you guys fans have you played it much I, i've played it a, a fair bit but not a huge amount I only played it a little bit. It seems okay. Not my thing, but it seems yeah. good enough. I think 10 million is great for an early access survival small game. project that was going to be cancelled so that all those devs could be put on board. <laughs> so they could so they could, uh, uh, improve the... Uh, move yeah, up the so they could speed up Fallout 5 development. That's <laughs> out three weeks pretty, earlier. Pretty decent effort. <laughs> no, no. We're going to bring it up. we got to say it was Elder Scrolls Six that he mentioned. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, Elder Scrolls Six. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ryan, yeah, pretty good effort. Come on, man. Was being put on Elder Scrolls Six. It's a, it's a random question, but why? Why are we going to get Ryan? I'd love to get Ryan on the podcast one day. Can we get Ryan McCaffrey on? Can you reach out? Can you work your magic? Can we get Ryan on with with the audience? Can we have a poll up? Can we have a poll? I don't, Should I don't we know have how that would work? Ryan, I mean, look, Ryan probably has no idea who I am. But he and I had an interesting interaction on Twitter, so I don't know if he'd want to jump on. Oh, well, let's mm. let's 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 talk to him. Let's t- you know, I'd I'd love to. We're friendly chaps. I'd love to have Ryan. I don't on know. I don't know a... how the logistics on that would work. <laughs> we got Destin on. We got Taylor on. Why do we need Ryan? What is? What, yeah. Okay. Okay. Ryan's I was just. A nice guy. A yeah. Nice guy. I mean, he's been covering Xbox for a very not. very I didn't long say he's time. A nice guy. I just. I, I think just... he's he'd be cool to have on. He's he's probably got some industry stories that he could tell. Uh, he's been doing it for a very, very long time. I, I, mean, I think it would be some good conversation. I'll try and get him on then. Fine. <laughs> um, there's some super chats coming in, and I don't like them. Can we skip them? <laughs> yeah, look at that. They're both the same. Uh, <laughs> Justin and Banana Peel Jack. Hashtag free Sikamekaniko Junior. Uh, folks, his gamer tag is not Sikamekaniko Junior. It is a riff on Sikamekaniko. <laughs> And I'll award a special prize to whoever guesses it. Good luck. I love um, my son's gamer tag. I love. My I, son's I have tag. to give myself credit, which I do often. No, um, really. But my my son's gamer tag is great. It's a great spin on his name. I like how we're both I mean, he, not his willing name is to awesome actually... full stop. He has an awesome name. Full stop. But like his gamer tag name is also awesome. I love how we're you know both like being name, very... don't you? Uh, yeah, you, yeah, I'm not going to say it, but yes, I think I do. Yeah. yeah. You know his yeah. name. Yeah. He's got a yeah. cool name. Yeah. It is a cool name. It is a cool name. Think, think Entourage. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Let's get into some meat and potatoes. Let's get into some, uh, th- some of the big stuff, not the biggest stuff that Nick's going to mm. go scorched earth <laughs> on us on. Let's get into the, yeah. the, a smaller of the bigger things. <laughs> Phil did a, a really interesting interview with, um, Steve Steve Totillo, um, which yeah. is at he's at Axios 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 now, is that is right? He? Am I pronouncing it right? Oh, he's, not, he's not he's not at Kotaku. He was Kotaku, but not he anymore. was. But I, I hate the way Axios write their articles, which are literally just bullet points, like lazy bullet points. I it's not my jam. But he did an interesting interview with Phil, and there were some nuggets of information in there. But one of them was that. Phil wants, and I'm paraphrasing somewhat, Starfield to be the most played Bethesda game ever. That got an interesting reaction this week, didn't it? And that is despite it not coming out on PlayStation. Well, Phil, if you want it to be the most played ever game, maybe you should release it on the PlayStation. Isn't that an argument for, like, 
you know, <laughs> exclusivity maybe not being the be all and end all. Uh, mm, that's interesting. Oh no, it's queued him up. He's laying yeah, um, groundwork. Can you see him? We'll, it's almost we'll, like they're we'll, really going to push Starfield like on cloud and on console and on yeah. PC because across those three platforms, there's probably what two, three hundred million devices or more. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, mm. probably more. Like <clears throat> iOS alone, there's like God knows how many. So. It's it's almost like they can keep stuff exclusive to Xbox and be just fine. Well, especially when they're not dealing with the government. But yeah, I mean, Mm. (laughs) um, it it makes sense. Uh, Obviously, I think uh, I think Starfield is going to be probably one of the the best test cases for uh, xCloud if it's ready to be pushed. Uh, It's one Mm. of those games that doesn't require low latency. So I think that could be. And I think it's yeah. also going to be the, the the a game to really test out uh, like Bethesda's impact on Game Pass because so far everything that's come out to Game Pass that's been a huge day one game has been something that the base is like it's been something that really appeals to the base right it hasn't really gone beyond that this is going to be the first big game that will appeal to more than just the Xbox hardcore people that have stuck with the system you know all those years it's gonna you know it's gonna be big in pc so yeah i i I think it could be one of the it it could i think it's gonna do more for game pass than uh halo and forza did yeah it's it's kind Uh, of like a it's kind of like a it's not it's not just like a a banner xbox ip it's it's one of those once in a generation new ips right it's the big new it's gonna make all these promises it's gonna do all this magic and it's a bethesda game it's gonna be massive yeah, I agree. It's going to be huge. Despite having no interest in the game whatsoever, I still think it's going to be massive. I want I to be why. interested. I love sci-fi. I love grounded sci-fi, right, where it's kind of based on, on reality to a degree and yeah, not just, yeah. you know, space wizards. Um, but, yeah, RPGs and me, we don't always get along, but I am going to go into it with a real kind of, like, book some time off and actually really spend time with the game it's great because we know what the release date is and that's definitely not going to move so definitely not going to be any covid delays or anything whatsoever so i'm guessing phil's comments would allude to the fact that by the time starfield comes out they'll have the tv apps ready to go yeah i reckon the the assumption yeah yeah? i would guess they'll probably have their streaming stick slash little apple tv whatever it is they're making thing yeah, out there in the wild too, and that's probably why he's saying, "Hey, we want this to be like huge, the most played Bethesda games," because they're planning on getting so many avenues to Game Pass and XCloud by the time it comes out. That I assume that's what he was referring to. I, I don't assume. know if you, I don't know if you saw, but the Starfield website got updated like today hmm. or yesterday yeah. it did and it had like a whole news section it had all the recently released videos concept arts and things like that and then and then i i read one i think it was one of our staff and i can't remember who it was i'm gonna go out on a live and think it was maybe proven he was like or someone said it might have even been you abe halftime show at the super bowl drop a real massive big surprise teaser trailer for oh, starfield i don't know who it was that's not a rumor mill. That was just someone making some conjecture. But that would mm. certainly start laying some big old hype pipes 
feeding all the way to November because I haven't got anything else for the rest of the year, <clears throat> et cetera, et cetera. Well, they um, haven't ha- done that yet either. That's the other interesting. I mean, be- they haven't needed to because there's been shortages, right? Like there's no reason to spend money to, to, to outstrip demand even more uh, or supply even more. But um, yeah, I think that that is the one game though that that I think will, is going to move people even with S's, right? Because right now, if you want to upgrade your PC, uh, it's like over $2,000 because mm-hmm. of the chip shortages. And, you know, like, I think that that could be a way for people to play that until they're ready to do upgrades. And it's going to be the first true next gen game for the Xbox. And um, yeah, all that stuff's going to come together. I can see that being their first real big marketing push of this generation. Yeah, it's going to be the big one. I'm really, I'm really intrigued to see. I mean, and it comes so late in the year. Like we just had November, and it feels, it feels very far away. Um, yeah, it's going to come quick. And I, know and I think people under uh, underestimate Bethesda games too. Like if you guys look and see, like what are the top most played games today? It's still uh, if you look at just single player only games, uh, Skyrim is still in the top five, and Fallout wow. is usually close to the top five. So. That's crazy. That's it's crazy nuts. to me. Years it's going to be an interesting. Oh, man, I just hope there's cool flight and stuff in it, and we get to take off and explore worlds yeah. and things. That that that's what will uh, tickle my fancy. Um. All right. No, no, no. Is it there yet? There's more. Not, is there there's something I forgot to put? There's something I forgot to put right. in the notes, okay. and I just thought of it now. Uh-oh. So I can't remember how it came up. I think it was because of Camille. There's been talk about Scalebound this week. A lot oh, of talk about Scalebound. How did this we week. not have that in the notes? I forgot <laughs> to put it in the notes. How I completely forgot not? to put it in there. I've been a lot of talk about Scalebound, and Camille's like, oh, we'd love to go back to Scalebound. And there was a Phil, tweet from him it. which I had to change accounts to see because he still blocked me <laughs> because of the stupid jerk that he is. Because you're a filthy offering- English using insect. Because I offered Kamiya a free copy of the game he asked for. And so he decided to block me for it. What a dickhead. Like, (laughs) seriously, who publicly asks on Twitter, hey, how do I get a copy of Forza Horizon 2? And then I come along and I'm like, hey, dude, want Forza Horizon 2? I've got a copy for you. Here's the code. Blocked. Just like... He doesn't need your charity, yeah? What a he wanted to pay for like, it. <laughs> How dare you assume that just, he is? By default, he, he will block anyone platinum. that tweets at him in English. If you tweet at him, I don't him want in English, Microsoft to acquire Platinum. And if they do, fire him. Just fire <laughs> him as soon as you've acquired them. Seriously, no. you don't need him around. I mean, there's a there's a headline somewhere about Platinum losing its luster, right? Which is kind of a play on the metal. But they're not the same studio uh, I, that made Bayonetta two anymore. Yeah, uh, I'd be okay with. Uh, Scalebound having another crack, like. But the only way I see Scalebound coming back is if Microsoft were to acquire Platinum. That's the only way I see it happening. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know about acquiring them. I mean, they, they, like, I know they make some games that some people really love, but they are hit and miss. And yeah. I, I feel like everything we saw from Scalebound that we saw looked like a miss. <laughs> it looked like yeah. one of those. See, I disagree. I, I think. I think the initial reveal was really good. That first E was it E three? That yeah. first 
E3 trailer that we got out in the open fields and they're fighting a few things. I thought that looked really promising. Every reveal after that, I'm on board with you. It did not look good. Oh, when they were shooting the giant, um, was it a giant crab? It, it was, was a giant, giant crab. crab. Fair, massive I mean, that, this other stuff. That's jumping the shark right there. Yeah. <laughs> they you, you could right almost there. you could almost see the point where they started diverting funds towards other stuff. You could almost you could I almost you run, see it. <laughs> that's when they run out of ideas. You're like, you know, you know, they're out of ideas when they bring in the giant crab. <laughs> it's like, what are we gonna do? Yeah, it's just... <laughs> Hit its weak but, point for massive damage. Yeah, yeah I, I don't see Microsoft throwing Historic money at real. that again when Platinum has so much on their plate right now. See, my thing with Platinum is they feel, just to me, they feel like a developer that they still think it's Gen 6, Gen 7. Yeah. And that's the way they're developing for yeah. Gen 6, Gen 7. And they haven't moved on. Um and they're taking on so many contracts to stay afloat. So they're getting all this money and they're just pumping out whatever they can. And that's why I think the only way they can fulfill their potential now, whatever potential they have, and the only way Scalebound comes back is if Microsoft acquires them and then feels like, guys, just work on one thing. You don't have to stress anymore. Yeah. You don't need 15 contracts at once. You're with us now. Just work on this one thing. Whatever you need, we'll give it. Just work on one thing at a time and just calm down and get one good game out before moving on to the next one. Yeah. That's that's what I think. The problem is is that because they've signed so many contracts, you might do that, but you might not see a return on that investment for a long time because they've got to honor all those. Yeah, I know. But like how much would Platinum cost? <laughs> not a lot. Like, Not a lot. Come on. But yeah, platinum wouldn't cost much. Uh, Kate Forever's asking me, did he use the code, Nick? I never got a chance to send him the code. I just asked the question. I said, I've got a code. Do you want it? And he blocked me. It's bizarre. Like, what a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> he blocks anyone that tweets at him in English. I know. That's what it I know. is. you're insects. Just, just a touch racist, but anyway. <laughs> touch? What ifs? What ifs? All right. <clears throat> okay. We got scale bound out of the way. Is it now the meat and potatoes? Are we getting into the? Oh, is there go. anything else on the list? Is there anything no. else on the list? No, there is not. Okay, uh, this is, is going to be. <clears> we can just skip it. We can just skip it. We can <laughs> just say. We can just say a nice blank. I mean, if statement. you want to skip it, because because really, it's it's just you know we we can skip it. There's nothing to talk about. Call of Duty will be exclusive. Okay, it's going to be exclusive. <laughs> so there's I, nothing I, really to you, talk about. Do you know what? I'm going to rely on Abe's eloquence. Hey, do you um, want to queue up this subject? Do you want to tear it up? And then, you know, while you're at it, feel free to frame Nick as some sort of batshit crazy conspiracy theorist kind of guy. <laughs> like, like while, while you're talking theory. through it. <laughs> I mean, how do, how do we tee this up? Uh, how do we Nick tee this here? up? We, we basically, um, all right, yeah. So, so Nick is... Um... Don't make it about me. Make it about the topic. <laughs> Make it about the topic at hand. I mean, the topic. Everybody knows the topic. It's about as clear. It's about as clear as day. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, Brad Smith. Brad Smith, was, was CEO Brad Smith? of or, or whatever it is. What what is he? A CEO? He's CFO? like the top lawyer. He's like something the, like he's, that. Yeah, he's like the. Um... He came out and he did a he did a, an interview with was it CBS CNN. CNN, sorry. sorry. I thought it was everybody, by the way. See something. Um, He did an interview with CNN and they were talking about exclusivity and there was a statement made alongside a blog post. When nothing changed? 
which talks a lot about uh, Microsoft's stance with regulators and app policies and store policies, etc., mm. etc. Et um, mm. and... It was with CNBC, by the way. Oh, oh, I, knew there was a, really? I knew there was a B in there. Thank you. And I knew there was a C in there. <laughs> I just thought it was an M. <laughs> well, well, let's not forget he he started off with the uh, with the with the written statement to the government or basically the regulatory bodies, right? So he started yeah. with that, and then after that, he went on some interviews just to clear it up in case people like Nick didn't understand what was in, what he was trying to say. <laughs> oh man. so okay so let, let's try and tackle this one by one all right so um first of all there's the there's the statement itself right um and i'm just trying to find a, a link to it to pull out some of the oh, some i've of the got jim bits. ryan's waiting too have you oh yeah i've got jim ryan's waiting just to show you how silly you all sound right now <laughs> <laughs> don't worry it's coming all right, John, you want me to read, me to read the part so, where he talks about where he talks about? Yeah, Activision? go on. Okay. Cue it up. All right. So I, I won't read the whole thing because he gets to know, you know, the first part we know is about trying to break down Apple's walls and all that stuff. Um, mm. So then he goes, first, some commentators have asked whether we will continue to make popular content like Activision's Call of Duty available on competing platforms like Sony's PlayStation. The obvious concern is that Microsoft could make this title available exclusively on the Xbox console, undermining opportunities for Sony PlayStation users. To be clear, Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation throughout the term of any existing agreement with Activision. <laughs> and we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation yep. beyond yep. the existing agreement. Yeah. So they're not going to pull anything. <laughs> into the future. Oh, yep. All right, we're going to come back. <laughs> like, yep. All right. So they're not pulling um, anything from PlayStation. Yep, I get it. Yep. I totally agree. They're not <laughs> going to pull also... anything from PlayStation at all. Yep. Yep. Keep going. Keep going. Yep. <laughs> we're also interested in taking similar steps to support Nintendo's successful platform. We believe this is the right yep. thing for yep. the industry, for gamers in the business. Yeah. The, the Nintendo Switch that can totally run Call of Duty. Yep. 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 They're also going to put that on there too. The Nintendo Switch oh, whoa, whoa, that can whoa, run all those let's games. Let's start with the first sentence. But lawlessly, yep, it's going to have Call of Duty too. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Some okay. commentators have asked, what is the Guys. question people, let's, Guys. let's start with that. What on, question do people, can we, can we not be silly? Time please? out, time out. We need to make this actually legible and listenable all right. okay. for our go. audience. So can Let we... me start. I get it. All right, so the reaction, so right now in the world, Right now in the world, there are four people. There are only four people <sighs> that have not been fooled by Microsoft this week. <laughs> only four. Me, Jesse, Justin, and there's one other person on Twitter, and I wish I could remember his name. His name starts with C. Let me... I think his name is Chris. Let me jump on Twitter and get his name. Because <laughs> I replied to him this morning telling him to watch the podcast. His name is Chris... Like Chris Wibble, Chris Wibble. He's at Dude Large Pants. So we're the only four people that haven't been fooled by Microsoft this week. Okay, now, I understand why people, Xbox fans, got upset. I, I think they've overreacted a little bit because let's just say that I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. But let's just say that I'm wrong for a second and they are staying multi-plat and all that sort of stuff. 
I think the reaction is a little bit over the top because we get everything on Game Pass day one, which is great. And here's the problem that I've noticed with everyone that's talking about this topic. Mm-hmm. Everyone is viewing this through a console war lens or a console warrior lens, which is a problem. And I get it. As Xbox fans, most of us came from Sega. And we, as Sega fans, know intimately what it's like to have your favorite console not be made anymore. And to pull for them to pull to pull out of the industry. Like the the thing is, see, now I'm gonna go into history a little bit. Back in the 80s and 90s, the console war was very different to what it is now. Because back then, we didn't know console sales. We didn't know anything. All we had was the games in front of us and the marketing slogans that these companies gave us. So when we were kids, it was like, Mega Drive's better because it's got blast processing. No, 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 Super Nintendo's better because it's got stereo sound and blah, 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 blah. And then Street Fighter changed the game a little bit. And when Street Fighter came along to Super Nintendo, it suddenly started to become about which game is on which console and not. Then PlayStation came along and it changed again. But then when Dreamcast went down, that changed everything about the console war. All of a sudden sales mattered once Sega was gone. So... Now, whenever good news or bad news happens, I don't know if it's a subconscious thing, but what happens with console, with video game fans and fanboys is that everything bad is perceived as a step towards my favorite console going away. (laughs) Whether it's subconscious or whether it's conscious, I don't know. But everything bad is viewed as a step towards my favorite console going away. I even saw a post on Reset, and I'm not going to name and shame the person because I think they're a decent enough bloke. We've DM'd on Twitter, and he seems like a nice guy, so I'm not going to shame him. But when the Activision acquisition was announced, his post on Reset was, this feels like the beginning of the end for PlayStation. And I said, I said to him, I'm wow. like, calm down, dude. Just relax. And that's, that's the problem. Console Wars, Sega changed the whole landscape of Console Wars once the Dreamcast was gone. So I understand Xbox fans being upset at the idea of everything staying multi-plat because they were hoping for that killer blow. They were hoping for that, yes, we got them back. Especially Xbox fans because all of us were Sega fans. So it's like retribution or karma for what Sony did to Sega. And people say, oh, it wasn't Sony's fault. It was a little bit. And even Peter Moore has publicly blamed Sony for what happened to the Dreamcast. So... Let's just get That's that out. true, he did, he did. He still hasn't forgiven it either. He still hasn't forgotten about it. To be honest, I haven't either. I, I adore Dreamcast. Anyway. And the problem is everyone is viewing this whole situation through a console war lens. So everyone's reasoning for interpreting Microsoft's very clever words the way they have is because they're worried about some sort of weird perceived media backlash or some crap like that. In the end... Microsoft are going to say whatever they need to say to get this deal through. So you disappoint me the most, John, because you and I are usually seeing eye to eye on this sort of stuff. We were both on this podcast a year or so ago saying you don't spend $7.5 billion on Bethesda to keep status quo. If that's the case, I'm nothing if not consistent. Why would they spend $69 billion? just to keep status quo. It makes no sense. Like, I just follow the logic. I don't care about console wars. I don't care about media. Okay, 
Abe and John, I don't know what you guys do in real life, but it's probably more relevant to this sort of stuff than I do. Answer me a question, please. Answer Shoot. me a uh-huh. question for everyone that's watching right now. Sure, sure. Is a blog post a binding contract? No. No. Okay, number one. So, a blog post <laughs> is not a binding contract. Okay. Is an interview with CNBC a binding contract? No. No. Okay, okay. So, we've established that. So, so far, all we have is an interview and a blog post, which legally mean <sighs> jack and shit. Okay. That, that's not exactly... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> is right. a blog post... Is a blog post... An FTC submission? No. No. No? I'm asking. I'm asking honestly because I don't know. No. No, it's not. Okay. Is a CNBC interview an FTC submission? Nope. No. So right now all we have is that interview and that blog post. Uh And we have no idea what the FTC submission is going to look like aside from the fact that it's probably going to be that big. (laughs) Yeah. Probably going to be that thick. Yep. Yep. Now, Mm -hmm. all they said in that interview was... What needed to be said. Let's read out Jim Ryan's statement on Bungie. Tell me where the wriggle room is here. The first thing to say unequivocally is that Bungie will stay an independent, multi-platform studio and publisher. Pete Parsons, CEO of Bungie, and I have spoken about many things over recent months. And this was one of the first and actually easiest and most straightforward conclusions we reached together. Everybody wants the extremely large Destiny 2 community, whatever platform they're on, to be able to continue to enjoy their Destiny 2 experiences. That's just about Destiny 2, right? Because they could just be talking about Destiny 2 and not future new games. And that approach will apply to (gasps) future Bungie releases. That is unequivocal. Now, please tell me where in that blog post they talk about future Activision games. They're not the same. Or in that interview. That's not the exact same thing, though. That because not what? every they're not guaranteeing every Activision game is going to be uh, yeah. coming to. The, they're not to guaranteeing Sony. anything is coming to PlayStation because guess what? It's not. This is just going to be like Bethesda. So, so let's. Microsoft <laughs> probably has really, really smart lawyers. I'm going to guess they're a two oh, yeah, trillion yeah. dollar company. Fair yeah. to say they've got pretty smart lawyers. Like, this I'm just a, a dummy and I've already thought of this stuff. So I'm going to guess <laughs> that Microsoft's lawyers have probably already thought of it. Uh-huh. So if Microsoft's lawyers are smart, yeah. not only are they going to get this deal ticked off and mm-hmm. have the FTC believing that everything's going to be multiplat, they're actually <laughs> going to have the FTC looking into Sony. Want to know how? So... I'm guessing that somewhere in that really thick document that's about that thick, it's going to say, yep, we have every plan to put PlayStation on, uh, to put Activision's games on every platform available, which is why they mentioned Switch. And I'll bring the Switch into it just to further my point. I know where you're going with this. And I don't think it's a bad argument. Because we usually see eye to eye. So you should see where I'm going with this. So in that document, they're going to say, yep, we want to bring all of Activision's games to every platform in the world. Panasonic 3DO, TurboGrafx-16, everything, all of them. We want to bring them all. We just, they need to allow us to do it via our new delivery platform, Game Pass. So what they should also say in that document, if they're smart, is look, EA is one of the biggest publishers in the world. Almost as big as us. 
almost as big as Activision, almost as big as Sony. We've allowed their subscription on our platform. We're also about to allow Ubisoft's subscription on our platform. Sony has also allowed EA's subscription service on their platform. Why don't they allow ours? And the FTC will go, hey, you're right. Why isn't the market leader allowing your subscription service on their platform? Maybe we should dig into that and see what's going on there. <laughs> no? Okay, I mean, look. You don't think look. if they're smart, they'll try and flip the script on them? Uh, I don't even think this is a... I, I, no. th- I feel like we're queuing up a lot of things to read tea leaves about. Man, let, let me let on. me take it back. I, I admire I admire the train of thought, and I don't come necessarily on. disagree with it. There's there's two things here. One, my personal opinion on all of this is, hmm. in a nutshell, right now people that are getting upset or want to debate it or or, or losing sleep at night or are furiously hmm. typing into their keyboards with rage should Mm. just approach it like this. The likelihood is, the likelihood is that Call of Duty will remain multi-platform. Just the likelihood. Through Warzone. Through Warzone. I'm not making Mm. any caveats. I'm just saying, this is just the likelihood, right? The likelihood is, is that Call of Duty will remain... I'm just telling you how... how This is my personal opinion. This is how I'm worrying about it. Call of Duty will remain multi-platform with Warzone and other existing live service titles also remaining supported and multi-platform but anything else is at activision microsoft's leisure that's how you should all really be thinking about it and there doesn't really need to be a lot of debate that's a nice easy way to just go like and then when you know which is when the deal will be signed that's when you'll really know then you can start worrying about it and either saying Nick was right and releasing balloons, etc., etc. But with your specific <laughs> argument, and I will allow Abe to interject in a moment, there is a big difference between buying an individual studio, which is not, to my knowledge, subject to any particular regulatory uh, oversight in any no. grand sense, and having that particular studio saying the part of the deal that you get us means we are remaining multi-platform versus buying a huge publisher for a much larger sum of money and then having the wiggle room to talk about either a singular franchise or multiple. So a couple of things on the whole Switch, PlayStation, Game Pass argument. It does make perfect sense the way you framed Hmm. it. I would be very, very surprised, genuinely, in business terms. I I do... I, I. I go into commercial negotiations as part of my IRL job. I that's would why I stay, asked you guys those questions at the start. I would not stay in business very long if I misled clients ahead of contract signature. Now, some salespeople do, and they usually get fired. So when we talk about intent and mm-hmm. the words they use and the way they're framing this, they are effectively saying to the FTC, and you could be right here, Nick, that the, the small print is, yeah, because of Game Pass, and why wouldn't they, right. if they allow a subscription service? And that is a yeah. perfectly reasonable expectation for Microsoft to have in a business sense. The transparency here about media backlash, et cetera, et cetera, is, is a slightly different one because I think Microsoft always, always will and always have got more media backlash than any other games company, really. So this is all just about the media backlash. That's it. 
Uh, no, uh, I think it is a, a val- I think it's this is more just a statement to have in everyone's minds when they go through and have the conversation. I'm not saying you're wrong. It's a perfectly great interpretation, but I'm also probably not like that sure about it. So I just don't think lying or misleading and using these. No, they're not. But they they're are lying. implying and. Anyone, any, I mean, if you're the only four people on the earth that don't think so, I would yeah, certainly say that it is implied. But it's if not. everybody else in the world thinks, yeah, it's probably going to be they multi-platform said we'll continue still. to make it available by keeping all existing games on there and keeping Warzone on there going forward. They are. They're continuing to make it available. We're getting into, yeah, we're getting into, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting true, into semantics. They're of it. continuing yeah. to make it available they're not lying what, what's warzone, your take, especially with warzone being like their main thing now their main thing which is call of duty which is warzone 2 will continue to be made available it will be yeah I, and I, I agree with that it will be made available but it's other exclusives at their leisure and i think everything outside of call of duty in particular is where the, the the option ex- will exist for Microsoft to do whatever the hell they like because it's, it's their business. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Abe, what's your take? What's your take on this? You could probably be more eloquent than I am. I'm. I'm oh, I don't know half, if I'm going to be more eloquent. Field. There's like, I feel like there's like five different subjects to touch on <laughs> between the the last the last couple. Um, the one thing I will say though, and Nick, this isn't like any any shade like obviously you know you guys are in australia it's weird over there over here in america like uh, Mm. i'm just kidding uh sort of but um over here like in the states when uh you know when companies frame things like that for the ftc um a lot of it is politics like if you look at Mm. precedent there's nothing in terms of precedent that Th- that should say that this deal should not go through. It's like basically vertical. Oh, it's going through. But, yeah, I mean, like, mm. like on its on the face, there's really nothing that should stop it from going through, except that there's politicians involved and politicians react to people, and so public perception, the way politicians the media that reacts, Microsoft's probably donated to. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but but the way that yep. the way that the way that the media reacts, the way the public. Re- reacts it all matters and so when I they mean, start do they, off, do they, they do matter though? they they and i will say also like, for for the brand of a multi-trillion dollar company uh, the way that they're perceived to the public is worth money oh what happened to to john uh, he, he, he just... covered his camera for a sec oh okay gotcha um and so like the first thing they said there is some commentators have asked whether we will continue to make popular content like Activision's Call of Duty available on competing platforms. So the first thing I go is, all right, what what's the question people are asking? People aren't asking if Warzone's going to be there. We we know Warzone's going to be there. They've that already doesn't matter. Like... It, it's all about the context. It's like, why would you even be asking the question at that point? We we know the answer to like Warzone to the contractual obligations. They already talked about that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, and the other thing is, you know, Microsoft, like this isn't just about, you don't spend $69 billion to win a console war either, especially one where by the time these contracts end, we're going to be at the tail end of this. We're going to be in the second half of this generation. Um, and they're going to be preparing for other things. Like, like I believe most of what's 
most of the benefits from this big purchase is going to be things that go beyond this console generation. Like the chips are going to be cast by then. Like people are going to be bringing their friends to wherever they're going to bring them at that point in time. And you're talking about a few mm. years. You're not like playing the gov- like trying to do semantics with the government, especially now where like here in the States, like there is a lot more scrutiny on the big companies. Um, they're actually going back and they're relitigating Facebook with the Instagram, right? Like, so just because you get, it's not like, you know, Phil Spencer can like sign, like the deal's closed and then he gets up and goes, suckers, I got you. <laughs> who's saying I they're going to do you. that? But who's saying, I never said they're going to do that. No. But, but, I'm, but I'm saying if you, if, if that is like, if that is an important part of getting this deal closed, then then it, it, and and then they find out like afterwards that it's not being carried through like they thought. Then they can go back and they can relitigate it. They can sue you. Yeah. They can and they can make you come back and and Give it up. you know, yeah, something. They but can, hold on a second. You're hinging this argument on a blog post and an interview. You're not because none of us know what the FTC submission is. Which is and why I would revert problem. to my first well, point. Yeah, which well, is and, what? and that's the thing. Why would you even need to put this out then? Because the likelihood, and just like Nadell said, the likelihood of them needing to give concessions is probably low. And he's probably right. Uh, like, I know Hoag's talked about it. Like, even before all this stuff, he said it was like 80-20 or whatever. Like, and he only put the 20% out there because because politicians can be politicians and, and there's always, they're unpredictable. Um, but the other thing is, like, after this blog post, Smith went on interviews. And mm. after these interviews, the 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 New York Times, CNN, CNBC, like they were specifically asking him about that thing. And after they asked him about that specific thing, they came away with that impression that this is going to continue to release. So the, the Microsoft's aware of how this messaging was received. Right. And, and, mm. you know, if, they, if somebody's got it wrong, they should come back out and say something now. Right. Because they've spent two decades trying to, detox their brand you know and it's worth a lot of money for microsoft it's not just about playstation it's about it's they're going to make other purchases right like right now they're not in the crosshairs like a facebook is like google is like they're they're one of these big they're probably one of the only tech companies out there that isn't under that kind of scrutiny and doesn't you know that bad guy image yeah you know why because, because they're basically they not the market platform. leader in anything. Yeah, they're just a giant. Right. No, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. Yeah. So I mean, mm. so far they they Nadella's strategy, but that's part of Nadella's strategy, right? So like in a lot of this, that that brand is worth a lot of money. Like that's worth billions of dollars to a two trillion dollar company. When the public sees you as a the good guy, and I think always, I always think that's kind of silly. You know, these these corporations are just machines. Like. Yeah, they're they're run by people, and people are people. You should treat them with respect. But but the corporations themselves are just machines. But they do brand themselves like their person, and they want to be known as the good guy. And but who they sees are Microsoft gonna pre- as the good guy? Who sees them as the good guy? They're not the bad guy. They're not. They're not Facebook right now. You know. They're, that, hold they're on, not hold on. So group. hold on. Who, whose perspective are we talking about here? Gamers' perspective, or the no, wider community? Public public per- perception. Yeah, that he's talking about government brand value, right? If you think Microsoft, you don't think, cool, most people. And they've worked hard to kind of really shift that image from the 90s of 
what was the what was the phrase embrace yeah. extend embrace extinguish was how they used to operate that was their kind of like hi we yeah. yeah, kill you you know and yeah. i i think i abe's on to a point here is that the framing that if if all of what you said was true they didn't need to go out to the market and say a thing you know but the the, the reality is when this got announced sony stock took a massive dip it's all that everybody's going to talk about mm-hmm. they probably had mm-hmm. sony people on the phone being like I know you can't control this yet, but can you can you get some messaging out there? Like, you know, mm. what, what are your plans? And I, I mean, again, this is just conjecture, but there's there's a degree of you've got to assume good intent here. This isn't yeah. subterfuge. They're not deliberately wording it, in, in my opinion, to give themselves an out. Like as I've said, where they're like, <laughs> "Stuckers, we've got the signature <laughs> with the Call of Duty's exclusive." I just don't see that world happening. I see, and, and look, even if okay. it isn't exclusive, even if it isn't, the, the real thing I would say to people, watching to people in our forums, on any, anywhere on Twitter, then it doesn't matter, except what does matter is the tons of revenue that Call of Duty, as an example, would generate are going to go and fund more Xbox games. Yeah. So what, I mean, that's the console wars mindset coming in of... Yeah. Yeah, I just want to win one over on PlayStation, man. They've screwed me for 10 years. Which is what Final I said Fantasy before. And, I yeah. said it's all born from that idea that it their console would go is. away. And, and right. Xbox nearly did go away in 2016, yeah. 2017. So I, I yep. get that. I get that side of it. Oh, this, I'm not fussed. I've already said before, I don't really care about Activision's games. I don't even really care about Bethesda's. I want Seeker. I don't. That's just that. me. <laughs> but, well, don't we all? Yeah, yeah. but f- for me, this is just like... Microsoft knows English and Microsoft also knows the exact wording they could have used <laughs> just like what Jim Ryan used. Jim Ryan said future title like he very specifically but, said that. Yes. And he doesn't even have to worry about the FTC. He doesn't no, even have to worry about we're it. We're talking they're not watching about it. we're talking about one studio, one developer, one effectively yeah. right now IP, but and they yet were he still asked- said that but they were asked to make, yeah, but because he was asked to as part of the deal because Bungie as a brand, they value their brand. We don't want to piss off. We started on Xbox. We don't want to piss off all of those fans that have then the new fans we've made and then tell one half of them to go screw themselves. Like they realize they're aware of the journey. So that language has been negotiated and agreed for the announce. This mm. is very different. No one's negotiated for this. This is probably some behind the scenes phone calls of like, can we have some statement of intent because it's affecting this business and that business mm-hmm. and it's affecting this group of people and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And when they see headlines from analysts saying, well, oh, this is a bit of a monopoly, it's, it's just getting ahead of that and saying, whoa, 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 it's not, here's why, our intent is this. And you look, you're absolutely right in that they could do all of those things. They could say, yeah, we offered it on Game Pass. What's the difference yeah. between our subscription and EA's? I don't That's disagree right. with that point. I just mm-hmm. disagree with that it is a deliberate subterfuge to sneak it by. But again, the FTC. that's a console war. That's a console warry comment. And mine from me. My, yeah, that's a console warry comment. How? Mine is not Where's console wars. Like I said, Microsoft wants this deal to go through. They're going to say whatever they need to say to ensure that that happens. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just again. I don't. I, this isn't about me caring about console. I'm just saying to you. I just go where the logic goes. And the logic goes to you don't spend $70 billion to keep status quo just for day one game pass and to help Activision employees out. 
like that that's not why they're spending 70 billion dollars last i heard there's no law against acquiring exclusive content for your platform no, last not. I heard. That's why they didn't even say that. That's, but that, right? that to me, that actually works against that because the, the chances are they could have kept it exclusive and it wasn't going to affect it going through that much, which makes this is where I start to put my little tinfoil hat on there because I, because you know, a, a day before, yeah, I'll borrow your tinfoil hat because <laughs> a, a day before that statement came out, you know, Phil Spencer actually had that interview with, I think it was Tatillo or whatever. I don't know if it yeah. was in the same interview. And Probably he said was. something about, you know, like, hey, yeah, you know, like they were they were talking about like how he has this nice guy image and he's like, yeah, I have to run a business. And he, he even brought up Minecraft and he said, um, you know, with Minecraft, they use that as leverage to force cross play. You know, he says, because I'm running a business. It was just kind of interesting that he kind of foreshadowed that. And then he's also said that they've been on the phone. He's been on the phone with Jim already, right? So like they probably, I mean, I don't know. My guess is that there's some sort of understanding, uh, quote unquote. Right. And like, in, in, yeah, you don't want to just get, you don't want to like, like with, with Bungie, you had to say that because that's part of the stipulations of them going under Sony with Activision, you don't have to say that, but at the same time, you don't want to give away everything too. You don't want to put that in writing because what if Sony goes, oh, we're going to increase the co the cost of cross pay play or whatever, right? Like if you guarantee that and then they come back and go like, oh, well, you already promised everybody. So we're going to raise the cost for you because you can't go anywhere now. Like, well, you know, so like, I think you, I think you do leave it at least, uh, you know, a door crack in case there's something like that happens. But you, you talk um, about I'll leverage though, Abe. You talk about leverage, yeah. like putting my tinfoil hat back on. What if the <laughs> leverage here to Nick's point is, yeah, our leverage is like, like he used Minecraft to force other companies to participate in crossplay. You, you want Call of Duty? Do you? I've got this cool subscription service that can run on the cloud. So I don't even have to make direct ports of my games. I mean, putting the yeah. tinfoil back, hat back on, that's a perfectly businessly, you know, savvy mood. And look, you know, we could, we could go on, but I know that the community has got lots of opinions on this. So should we dive into understand. some of the community's questions and, and the super chats yeah, that go. we've got coming? Yeah, sure. a couple of super chats. DI game, what do you make of the popular games comment? So I presume this means Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, PlayStation mascots. Guitar Hero, maybe. Guitar Hero. What about Diablo? What, what was the popular games comment? Sorry. What was it? So I think the direct comment was um, games like... Uh, I'm trying to find it because I've got the, the blog post up in front of me. Um, oh, I I, I'm just, I'm just oh, finding okay. some of the naivety a little bit surprising. Like I, I'm, not, I'm not being that, naive. That I'm wording just... was very deliberate. And they could have very easily said, we'll continue to make all future games multi-platform. Very easy. Super, super duper easy. They could have just said, just like Jim said, we will continue to make all future new Activision Blizzard games multi-platform as they have as always been. They did not but, say that. They no, chose because to they, say, they want we will room. continue to make available. And by keeping everything on there that's there right now, that's what you're doing. You're continuing to make things available. Yeah. That is exactly what you were doing. They, they didn't leave themselves wriggle room with that language for nothing. I, I agree. Because again, we, A, we don't know what the FTC submission is going to be because that's what ultimately matters and that's what's going to get approved or not approved. <laughs> and we also don't know how long the Activision Sony deal is. We don't know if it's one year, two years, five years, 10 years. I believe it closes in no 2024. 
Yeah, but basing, based on what? What are you basing I, I think on? there was an interview, and I think it was in the chat earlier on. Someone did an interview and said that that deal was... Is, is... Yeah, and, and, and so uh, this is the last thing I'll say, and I promise, I promise. But I do got to say know. this because I say more. I, I... Continue to say more. I don't care. <laughs> no, but they, care. They, so when he did the interview, he did an interview. I don't know if was, if this one came out CNBC or CNN, but I actually wrote this down <laughs> because I was ready for you, Nick. But anyways, because <laughs> I know you like you. It sounded like you rehearsed that speech probably like seven times. Hey. <laughs> Hey, okay, yeah, I could tell. I could tell you practice that speech. That was like that was way too fluid for you. Um, <laughs> so they they, they asked him. They asked uh, Smith in the interview after he put out the statement. Uh, they said, "You're not talking about pulling Activision products like Call of Duty off of completing platforms outside of the Xbox universe. You're not going to make that content exclusive to Xbox going forward, are you?" And he, and then he responds by saying, "One of the things we're being very clear about. So let's think about what, what are we clear about <laughs> right now? The thing we're being very clear about as we move forward with the regulatory view of this acquisition is that great titles like Call of Duty from Activision Blizzard today will continue to be available on Sony PlayStation. Now wait for it because I know you're what you're thinking. Um, and he said we'd also like to bring them to Nintendo devices. We'd like to yep, bring the Game other Pass popular and Yep. Yep, and we love we like to bring the other popular titles that Activision Blizzard has and ensure they continue to be available on PlayStation. That they become available, uh, and then he says the first acquisition we made after Satya Nadella became CEO Minecraft. was Minecraft, and what we've done with that acquisition, I think, is a clear indicator of what we hope to do if we acquire Activision Blizzard. What so we hope to, me, to do, what we hope to do, not what we will do. <laughs> Guys, they choose their words carefully. When are you going to understand that? I don't get well, why you're so confused about these. Well, yeah, they they're gonna choose little... their words carefully. Wait, why so didn't he acquire. just say will? Why didn't he just say will? Why? Because he's why a didn't human he just being. Say... If you guys are right, if you guys are right and I'm an idiot, why didn't he just say will? Because they're not allowed to until they own Activision Blizzard. They're not allowed what? to make so a definitive statement. So that's the difference. State. Hope yes. and will is the difference. Ah, no. uh, whatever. He, it would have been the same thing if he said will and if. Still the same message. He said, this is what we're going to do if, if we acquire Activision. <laughs> it's still the exact same message. They use the word hope for a very specific reason. And I'm staggered that you Why guys... Why are you talking about Minecraft? Just, do, do you think like afterwards he was like, ah, I, I fooled them. They asked me about Call of Duty and I just started talking about Minecraft because I like Minecraft. And He brought that up for a reason. If these people are yeah, very clever and yeah. To make a, he was a, trying a, to outline their intent and their desire and their hope <laughs> for what they want to do. And they're going to deliver on that intent and that desire and that hope through trying to get Game Pass on PlayStation 5 and Nintendo Switch. Well, maybe they that's did. That's how they're maybe, hoping maybe, to do it. That's their maybe, intent. That is their desire, and that's what they're hoping to do. Okay. You know, and maybe, and maybe the app is going to be on there, but uh, but I I just feel like they wouldn't even need to mention this if they didn't already have the impression that it was going to be possible or likely at this point. And here's here's that's, a question. Here's a question, Nick. Right? Uh, yeah. If Game Pass does come to, or is offered to come to Switch and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what if PlayStation and Switch say, yeah, okay, as long as they're native, 
we don't we don't want to support streaming on our platform for quality reasons for our customers. What what then? Microsoft, Microsoft will say, but hold on, you've got PlayStation now. And hold yeah. on, Nintendo, you've got cloud versions of games right now. Sure. Okay. Check so mate. so you think that, that would just be that would just be fine? Or do you think Microsoft would be ever invested in making because they can, they've got all the dev kits from an Activision Blizzard perspective. So would they do some and not others? Would they... Well, Switch can't run certain games. That's why cloud versions exist on Switch as they are right now. Because sure, there are so... certain games that just can't run on Switch. And the funny thing is, the Switch comment is what made me even more confident. Because he's like, oh yeah, we want to bring... How are they going to get Call of Duty on Switch? How are they going to do that? By what miracle are they going to pull off Call of Duty on Switch unless it's via xCloud? You tell me how they're going to get it on there. They do have a mobile version, actually. It has like almost 300 million Oh, yeah, okay. Because Nintendo's going to want that mobile version on Switch, which doesn't have cross-play with the other ones. It doesn't... Come on, don't be silly. 300 million players, do you need cross-play? Yeah, they they can play the mobile people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay let, let's let's hit some <laughs> let's hit some super chats here. We've got there's a few. This is the chat's Excel. kind of fired up here. Two euro. <laughs> I agree with Nick. <laughs> well, there's your fifth. Uh, you got five now. We got five. Uh, drawn in John TJ. Hi guys, Microsoft is saving gaming. Both Sony and Microsoft should work together to buy up all publishers and keep the multiplayer. That'd be great. That'd be a great future. One console like, future. I, 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 I'd love a one console future. I've said this on the podcast before. True, Selfishly, I would love nothing more than a one console future. So all I have to do is buy one console and I can play all the games on it. And before you say, get a PC, I'm not getting a PC. <laughs> PC gaming sucks. Anyway, uh, John TJ, everyone please hit that like button for this awesome podcast. Thanks, mate. Xsteel101 with another one. Oh, where'd it go? There. Nick is 100% right. <laughs> There's my uh, you got six. That's in my corner. <laughs> no, it's the same, the same guy. guy. Still, still fine. Oh, same it's guy. the same okay. guy. Uh, You've got on Steve Brett McIntosh. as well. He hasn't paid money, but he has said it. Brett is with you. All right. So yes, you and six. there was another one. There was another one I saw with me too. Uh, Stephen McIntosh. <laughs> reminder, COD is apparently getting a subscription service. Opens the door to have it on PlayStation through the subscription, but not Game Pass. That's true. Uh, there is rumors We also that. have community questions about this. Should we go through those? Yes, I think we should. Let's yeah. touch on what the community and the patrons are saying. Um, and just while we're on the subject, and you know, we'll do a patron shout at the end, but you know, hey, if you want to ask questions without having to do the super chat and also get access to the cool super secret Patreon lounge, you can do so by subscribing to our Patreon. It's just patreon.com forward slash Xbox era. And you can subscribe for as little as one dollar do a month. That's less than a cup of coffee in most cities around the world. And it helps keep our lights yeah. on. And we reached 100. Yes, we just cracked the 100, which is good. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Anyway, what have we got first, community questions-wise, on this Uh, wonderful subject? Okay, this isn't so much a question, but it is relevant, uh, so I wanted to read it anyway. Okay, this is from Jesse Brother. Uh, No no question from me this week. Just wanted to publicly compliment Sick for the way he handled the thread on the forums about the whole Microsoft Sony COD news. Things were getting stupid and the mods had their hands full. It was cool to see one of the men in charge take charge and then Nick immediately fires everyone back up again about how he interpreted the story differently. Oh, well, it was a valiant effort, John. (laughs) I did say it first. I didn't want to kick the hornet's nest and then I couldn't help myself. Son of a a bitch. Uh, Yeah. I I think there was a lot of... um, There was a lot of reaction, right? And and look... 
I don't want to offend the community when I say this, and I mean it in in a kind-hearted, almost elderly fatherly kind of way. And look, I you some people may disagree, but the majority of the over what I would assume is overreactionary commentary was very very my team versus their team mm-hmm. and it's not okay to be like that vitriolic at times so i think right. some people are on some some minor breaks I get for a little it. while i understand it because I, I i understand it but you know when I you get, get told stop and then you keep poking and then yeah like look to be fair it doesn't help that the other co-founder of the xbox Zero comes in and is like it's gonna be exclusive bitches <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even say that all i said was that i interpreted the words very differently to how everyone else did like <laughs> you know we all speak pretty fluent english here and That's we true. all understand the meaning of very specific words we also understand that words can mean different things and one company left themselves with plenty of wriggle room yep another one kind of didn't and That's they true. did that for a very specific reason. Can, can I call out the irony? Can I call out the irony that right now we have Sony, uh, some Sony hardcore, uh, thinking that it's going to be a monopoly and everybody else is going on. Yeah, there. I know. And then we got the Xbox hardcore thinking that the Xbox console can't compete and it's just going to go Dreamcast. So it's like it's, we got both extremes right now. So it's, it's, it's a, a monopoly, but the, a monopoly with no games. Oh yeah, yeah, Xbox has no games, but they're also a monopoly, which is <laughs> makes it, a folks. hell of a lot of sense. Um, so another community question that I think relates to this: um, Andre Silva, who's a relatively new patron. Uh, hey comrades, glad to join. I believe that what's been bothering people the most about the whole COD thing is not the lack of exclusivity itself, but the fact that deep down folks believed Xbox could use it as use COD as some sort of bargaining chip to get something out of PlayStation or maybe as a way to force people into Game Pass, thus making the service grow in numbers and quality, which is what I was sort of alluding to earlier. However, the more I think about it, the more I realise most people, myself included, are thinking ridiculously small about the magnitude of this deal and what it may represent for Xbox. This internet bubble of ours is nothing but a very small kite dancing amidst a gargantuan hurricane. Uh, My belief is that the bigger thing we Xbox gamers should expect from this deal is the deal itself. Activision Blizzard under Game Pass. All of it. No concession from Microsoft is too big if it allows them to go through with this deal. And there's absolutely no downside for us. It, for us, uh, maybe this is just a typo. It, that means putting all those games on PlayStation. If, oh, I say, to say if. That means putting all those games on PlayStation as well. Anyway, just my two cents. Pardon for the lengthy message. I promise to be more succinct, succinct from now on. Have a nice weekend and many greetings from Rio. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I was alluding to earlier. I don't know what's happening to Abe's camera. Abe's uh, camera. My, my cat. My, my, apart from his cat. My yeah. cat did that, and now I'm trying to fix it. Uh, my cat <laughs> well, is an asshole. I, I think, Andre, yeah. I mean, and that's kind of what I tried to say is like, you know, like assume, assume that you'll have some exclusives here and there, but this Call of Duty will likely be multi-platform. What, what bad world are you living in where that's a negative to you? Because you but, want to win one over on PlayStation. I get your argument, Nick. I completely understand every point you made. You don't know what made. I'm about to say right now, though. <laughs> you don't know what I'm about to say right okay, now, Okay, hit me. It still ignores the fact that they've spent $69 billion. Nope. Like, 
because of the revenue Again, from Activision you Blizzard. Right. Are you serious? How long do you think it's going to take to make $70 billion back? They're losing money by just sitting there with inflation. They want to grow their business. If all they wanted was big games for Game Pass, they could have paid a fraction of that and still got those games on Game Pass and had the same impact you're all talking about right now for a fraction about, of the money. It's not about and, paying games. This is a war for talent. This is, in, in other very, very real terms, there is a huge headcount at Activision Blizzard and mm. they have now secured them as a business, right? And I get it, talent mm. can leave, but they now have offices or will have offices all over the world with storied IPs and storage studios that millions and millions of people play. You're it's muted. not... You're muted, Abe. Yeah, it's Am not just... It's not oh, just no, about... He's there now. He's there now. <laughs> it's okay. not just about... See, um, I could have left you muted so you couldn't argue against me, and I didn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to argue. Actually, I, well, actually, maybe I am going to argue. Um, <laughs> I, I think people aren't... Yeah, I, I, I actually agree a lot with what that post was saying. I, I do think we are looking at this very, very small. Like, everybody keeps looking at it in this console lens, like this console war thing, which... That's what like, I said. You got, you know, they're never going to recoup $69 billion through this That's console right. generation from this console. This is not really about this console. It's not even just about, it's not even just about Game Pass. I mean, we're talking about mobile. We're talking about, uh, you know, like we're talking about PC. We're talking about uh, call, like some of the biggest IPs ever are going to be going with this ecosystem, which like we heard Jim Ryan say it, like they're talking about beyond consoles, right? I know, like, I know Jesse mm. always loves when I say that. Um, but yeah, like beyond, con when you got Jim Ryan talking about beyond consoles and, and buying a company that's going to do zero. I mean, remember we said, it, we kept saying like, hey, uh, you know, we know Sony would never buy somebody, uh, buy a company and not make it exclusive. And then what are they doing? They're buying yeah. a company and they're keeping it the way it is because now I I feel like these companies have already cast their chips. Like Sony's done their money hats. Microsoft's decided that they loaded up their exclusives and there'll be some more exclusives. But for the most part, they made the most of Bethesda exclusive for this generation. By the time this deal closes and uh, like we're going to be near the second half of this generation and the further this generation goes, the less meaningful it ends up being in the big, big picture, right? Like, yeah. my, like when you hear Satya Nadella talk, he doesn't talk. Every You're interview talking in heard, decades. Yeah, they, they are thinking with sixty nine billion. That's the thing. It's like that's what makes this so different than Bethesda. Bethesda, which they bought right before this console generation. Yeah, it makes sense to leverage all that in in, in that way, and it wasn't going to impact anything else they're going to do this is also not only is this uh, a, a deal that they're making thinking about 10 years 20 years down the road because you got to think about like if you start doing the revenue versus the cost of this this is going to take a long time yeah to pay off you know in the traditional model like now they you know you listen to them talk they're going to they want to make this even they want to make activision blizzard and uh king even bigger than they've ever been um, but still, it's going to be something that's going to be over 10 years. And by then, yeah, they they believe, whether right or wrong, and I know in our Discord, everybody usually yells at me in, in ZDocs whenever we say this, but they believe, like, in 10 years, people are more likely to play on their TVs, uh, you know, streaming through different devices. It'll be good enough for them. So that's why Call of Duty is so important to them, because they don't want... Amazon or Facebook coming in 
in, in grabbing that IP or even leaving it with Sony as a partnership, right? Because think about that IP as part of a subscription. It that's huge. And, you know, they're, they're, they're much bigger than consoles long term. So it, this is this is just a lot bigger than that. And it's also just another step. They are going to have to buy more. Um, they still haven't addressed the, the Japanese developer thing that Phil Spencer's talked about. They haven't addressed Yet. enough of the E-rated content. Yeah. So we know these are down the road. And that's another reason why, you know, I feel like they're trying to frame. They want this to go through. They want these IPs for 10 years from now. And they also want more things. And I just listened to what the executives say. And, and when they say that we still want more E-rated content, that I'm expecting there's going to be some more big deals down the road, right? probably some Japanese, mm. you know, developers. And, and, um, and this kind of, when, when Smith is talking about Minecraft and we want more of that type of game, even after this, I think he's setting the table also to kind of go to like a Japanese company and say, Hey, we know like your developers and your talent, you know, um, we've heard developers before from Sony say they want games on PC, like, People who make stuff want their friends and family and stuff to play it, like their people, right? And if Microsoft wants to hire top talent there and keep top talent, they're going to probably have to make some concessions like that. Like I do see that uh, there will probably be some multi-platform stuff in in some of those deals, right? So I, I think this gives them this sets the table that they can now go after more companies than they could before. You know, so that's, yeah. that's just my my that's my opinion. It's it's just an opinion. It's it's based off of a lot of their comments, um, and you know, and I don't have any insider uh, information. I, I, I just, yeah, I just feel like after after all the Bethesda nonsense and all the back and forth on it, right? And then Nick, I know you're going to latch onto this and be like, yeah, so you know, it will be exactly the same. E- equally, at the end, like let's just wait. It's not going to be long. I know that everyone's saying we're not going to know till next year. I I personally think the year. deal. I think the deal will close sooner than that. I think the deal will probably it'll be done. This. Yeah, I think it'll be. Yeah, this I reckon September, October, it'll be done. That's that's my gut feel as well. Roughly um, September, October, I reckon it'll be done. But yeah, and that's when we'll get the definitive. Yeah, answer. On I wonder what exactly that round table is going to be like. I don't picture Bobby Kotick being allowed on that round table <laughs> with his image. Oh, somehow. he'll he'll be gone once that yeah. deal's done. Um, but um. There's still more questions than Super Chats. Yeah, cool. Let's, uh, let's hit them. Let's hit them. Drawn TJ. Phil Spencer said ZeniMax games will be wherever Game Pass is, meaning he left the door open for Sony. I'm tired of hearing everyone say it can't go on PlayStation. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jeffrey Garcia. As much as I agree with all three of you, Xbox is here to make money, and Nick is speaking facts, not promises. Xbox <laughs> will do whatever it takes to make money. Although that sort of technically would go against my argument, would it not? Yes. They'll make money either way. They, but yeah, they're, they're setting up to make money either way. Make. Yeah, to make yeah. the most money, they should leave everything multiplat to make the most. I don't amount think of they'll leave possible. everything multiplat. I th- no, I they genuinely won't. believe. They won't. Not I genuinely believe that the the majority of Call of Duty type releases will still be on all platforms for the foreseeable future. There might come a time where they're like, eh. We'll skip this platform, you know. Like we only made the deal for um, PS5 or whatever. The oh, they did. They did say uh, uh, Smith did say they are renewing it in in, in uh, multi-year deals. So it isn't it isn't like for per, 
perpetuity, or is that the word? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it isn't something that's just going to go on forever. They did say that they're going to, once this deal expires in 2024, which is, he brought that up, they will renew it in, in multi-year. Why would you say open that? to renewing it. Open mm-hmm. to renewing it. Yeah. They're open to renewing it. I was trying to retire. I want to, I'm not even going to look at it. I'm not even going to look. Yeah, but Jesse's on my side, so of course he's going to bring that up. Of course they. I don't even know. I don't even think. know if that's they're what the word open was. No. To having Game Pass okay, on I'm PlayStation as well. Are Sony no. open to having Game Pass on PlayStation? Probably no, not. Oh well, I, sorry, I, FTC. We tried. We I'll did tell you try what, to Nick, keep it all on there. We tried. You, sorry, guys. You make a great. You make a great salesman. I'll tell you that. You deliver like said, your arguments with passion. We had the same argument. We had the same argument, and it was one of the times that Jesse wasn't on my side. We had the same argument with Halo multiplayer releasing before single player. I oh. just went where the logic took me. The logic yeah. was that they were going to get that multiplayer out early. Why tie it to a campaign that you have to pay for when it's free to play? It makes zero sense. It it was illogical. Guess what happened? It came out earlier. Back when they announced the delay of Halo, I said, just delay it for a year. You've already taken the plunge and you've removed your biggest IP from the launch of your brand new console. Go all the way and do it for a year. That is where the logic took me. How long did they delay it for? They delayed it for a year. This this isn't about my personal preference. This isn't about anything. I don't care about Activision's games. I'm just going where the logic takes me. And they're not going to spend that kind of money to keep status quo when they can keep status quo for free or they can keep it with game pass day one for maybe two billion three billion four billion ten billion and still have the same impact that this would have for 70 if they were going to keep status quo like is it's it just status quo though <laughs> according to you guys it is no, that's not status quo. They got a mobile developer. They got a PC, uh, Battle.net. They got a mobile developer. They got some of the biggest PC games to drive in Game Pass. Uh, and eventually, eventually, it's going to be an app. Eventually, every PlayStation owner, like, I. this is the other thing. And, and I know, like, I, this is the other thing I argue with people in our own Discord about this. Because people will say, well, you know, Game Pass has been around four years and it's not really selling consoles, right? First of all, how do you know that? It's selling more consoles than it's ever sold. They, they're outstripping demand. And we've heard from like Jez and, and uh, Grub that that it has a really high attach rate uh, yeah. when they do sell new consoles. So I, I, I would first push back against that notion that it's not having any impact on sales. But number two, we've hardly had any of the fruits of their investment so far. And I think mm. it, they believe Again, you listen to Satya Nadella, and I'm just I'm trying to like like picture what he's thinking when he's talking. But this is the guy who said Netflix of games, who was mentored by the guy who started the Netflix of movies, and like he says, like the way he envisions this is is a service that's going to be that level uh, worldwide. And they, at some point, they expect Game Pass to be the horse, to be the thing that yeah. brings people yep. into the ecosystem. And so at that exactly. point, that is the exclusive. Like it does the, the old model of console exclusives is like doesn't matter once you reach that tipping point where now the soccer mom knows. I, I don't know if like you know, or or just little Jimmy's grandma knows what Game Pass is when she's going to buy a hmm. console for Christmas. You think right? Sony's like, not gonna do the same thing? Of course they're gonna put No, they will do the same But that's why Pass. that's why Call of Duty of is so they important. Will. But that's why it's so important. They no, they will. They will. It's part of, they eventually will have day. They eventually will have day one. I I believe that as well. Yep. You know, like, oh, 100%. There'll be multiple. Out there. 
hundred percent they will. And I've, I've always said I see PlayStation as the Disney Plus. I think they'll they'll overtake Microsoft's numbers in a fraction of the time that Microsoft took to get there. Like, like they why? Yeah, it makes no sense. Apparently, Sony has the in-demand games that everyone wants. So why wouldn't they put them on their subscription day one and skyrocket to 50 million subs in a matter of a year or two? And then they're getting the budget of one of their blockbusters and more every single month. Like, why wouldn't they? They'd be crazy not to. And then put their games on PC day one and get all that revenue as well. Like, come on. Like, I don't... Stop... People just need to stop looking at everything from a console war lens. Yeah, that is the, that is the crux. I agree completely. Agree with you on that. Yeah, that we, we're, I think issue. we're all in agreement on that. And and, and I think uh, you put it very well, though, Nick. It, it is people feel like this should have been like Microsoft's like revenge tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is exactly how that's, people feel. That's like, what the reaction is. They, they think they're Ellie and Last of Us too. Like you know, like going to like like <laughs> like. You know, doing terrible things so they can get to the end and get revenge, and then they find. Well, I, I won't spoil anything. But anyways, like you know, like they're they're expecting something, and uh, you know, and and then you know they get there, they think that Microsoft has uh, their their foot on Sony's neck, on the PlayStation's neck with this Activision Blizzard, and then Satya Nadella and Phil Spencer go like. You know, Sony and Nintendo are very pretty in history, and Kumaya, and everybody's just angry because they wanted they wanted they wanted Phil Spencer to go, to say to Jim Ryan, "Your soul is mine." And they didn't yeah, get that. it is. It <laughs> is. Uh, look again. Uh, I think people would be a little bit naive to think that there isn't an element of ruthlessness behind the scenes. I mean, oh yeah, Sony Sony has been a little bit more public about that ruthlessness of late by money heading everything but so again because it's hard because we're all into this industry and we're all console gamers and da, da, da. if you went up to a person on the street and told them that a giant company was acquiring another giant company do you think giant company a is being pretty ruthless in that pursuit you'd go yeah they sound like a pretty ruthless big giant company because they're buying another big giant company like microsoft is showing you they're ruthless but they're doing it in a different way like i personally believe that yeah i still think playstation wants xbox out and i reckon deep down xbox wants playstation out now they're not going to say it they're not going to say that publicly but they do it through their actions so sony does it by shutting xbox out of the fighting game community sony does it by shutting xbox out of jrpgs sony does it by shutting xbox out of major franchises Xbox is now trying to do it by buying everything. Like, it, it, they they show it through their actions. So, they are, they're, they're more ruthless than what they show in interviews and all that sort of stuff. And that's not a console war thing. That's a business thing. Microsoft is still Microsoft. And let's not forget that. And let's also... Another little bit of naivety that surprises me here is that everyone's like, oh, they have to do this. I mean, like, are we seriously ignoring the fact that we live in a world where the giant tech companies continue to piss off regulators, continue to get their way by bullying, continue to get their way through money, continue to get their way through legal loopholes? And like, are we all ignoring that as well? Just because, again, we're worried about media backlash? Like, 
These giant think... tech companies find ways to get what they want. Yeah, right? that's but why they pay big If history has taught stuff. us nothing else, it's that these giant tech companies find ways to get what they want. And they also make really annoying and frustrating exceptions. Like Apple's not letting Xbox have their proper app, but then they let other apps on there that seem to go against their rules. And like, and then how many times have regulatory bodies tried to get Apple to go USB-C and try to do, and yet it never happens. Like these big giant tech companies find ways to make stuff happen that advantages themselves. And I'm sure Microsoft are doing the exact same thing here. Hmm. There's the another... End, uh, make... Oh, no. there's plenty. There's one by Sol. There's a community question by Sol. Uh, yo, in the off chance you guys haven't already discussed it, what do you think is the threshold for other popular Activision Blizzard titles? Would something like Spyro fit? So this this is more like what Dio Game asked in the Super Chat earlier? Yeah, kind of. It's like, what is what is other popular titles? What does that entail? And yeah, the the simple answer is we don't know, right? It could mean all current live service games like Overwatch or World of Warcraft or, you know, whatever, pick one. Um, or it could mean console, uh, console legacy IPs that carry nostalgic value, but no one's made a definitive statement, so... We won't know till the deal's done. Yeah, your Ultimately, guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Ultimately, this is all just back and forth and arguing and screaming into a void until the deal is done. Um, Brighter Sun has another one. Hi, folks. ATVI acquisition announcement is an unexpected event that nobody could imagine five months ago. Hey, I couldn't even imagine it at the start of January, if you read my tweet. insane. Um, It is a huge opportunity for Microsoft for a multitude of reasons, and it automatically allows Microsoft to gain a seat of power at the global gaming chessboard. Well, you know, if you if you believe what the analysts and everyone said, Microsoft's still going to be third. Um, the fall of the biggest gaming publisher in the world creates a vacuum that various other players, like Take-Two or EA, will try to fill. It is also an extremely expensive deal in cash on a scale where it is bigger than market caps of all other publishers combined, or close to that, and it is comparable to 40% of the whole world gaming revenue for the previous year. So my questions are, how do you think it did affect Microsoft's internal roadmap and all their future plans? Do you think it will affect the attitude of Japanese publishers towards Microsoft and Xbox? Also, Nick, what's going on with that rumored Nintendo deal? <laughs> Have a nice day. I mean, there's some good questions there. I, I think they've said that they've seen the Activision Blizzard roadmap um, and they're extremely excited, all the usual platitudes, etc., etc. Um, we already saw the kind of hint of the reveal of Blizzard's survival game yeah. that apparently has been in test for a long time and they absolutely think it's brilliant. First person, apparently. Well, you know, look, look at Grounded, 10 million players. The survival genre is surprisingly popular and yet we've never oh. had a really genuine AAA take on that particular, you know, kind of survival game. Um, mm. So, yeah, super intriguing to think what that could be and how that will play when we will see it if it's been in test for a very long time i have to wonder if we might see something at e3 um seeing as they kind of let the the cat out of the bag and if it's been playable for a while um and and the, the second question on affecting the attitude of japanese publishers i think that this is a kind of like a i don't know if you guys would agree with me but i think following this activision blizzard acquisition going through 
I think it does have some net benefits in that kind of regard. Whereas, where you know the, the the penalty for skipping Xbox in the Xbox One generation was relatively low because the install base was quite low, when Microsoft Microsoft effectively are brute forcing their way into an extremely favourable position, and indeed the sales of the series consoles are much much better i think it's the fastest selling xbox console ever even with stock issues um you have to wonder if it will cause a lot of difficulty for other console manufacturers looking at you playstation when it comes to those money hats of japanese titles and you know street fighter and and things of that nature because does xbox become a platform that's too big to skip is is generally i think where that kind of thinking takes me um and then, Nick, I guess that last one for you, like, you know, yeah, you've heard this rumor with Nintendo. I guess this feeds into that theory, right, of, of yeah. There's okay. so much I want to say right now, but I don't know how much trouble I'll get in if I do. Say so I'm not going to. You, oh. know, you know what I wish? Yeah. I wish that as soon as I, I personally wish, because this is what everyone thinks of me anyway, so I should have just done it. I wish that when the Banjo Smash thing was announced... Because it was announced in the fall. Yeah. I wish that as soon as that Banjo thing was announced, I had just said, yep, That's there's the, the Nintendo Microsoft deal. And I would have been right. And I would have been like, hey, hey, look, Nick was right. And it was in the fall, just like he said. But me, like an idiot, my I... my honesty gets the better of me. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not the deal. The thing is, I should have just I... said, because everyone thinks I do that stuff anyway. So yeah. I should have just said that that was the deal, but it's not the deal. The, the worst thing is, I remember I remember some of the details of the deal, and like I can't say anything now because it kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I said, guess there's there's stuff that I wish I could say right this second that is going to give Fair. away too much that I'm not sure I'm allowed to yet about Fair that enough. deal. Fair enough. And anything you guys see. Here's the thing. Everyone keeps asking me about stuff. So I get questions about Sly. I get questions about Infamous. I get questions about uh, Persona on Xbox. I get questions about Sekiro on Game Pass, although that may come now. (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) I get all these questions. The way you all continue to ask me these questions, I then go and continue to ask my sources these questions. Because remember, this stuff's not just me plucking it out of thin air, like uh, what's-his-face did with that Twitter account. Like... This is stuff I get told. And I thought I had shown everyone that. Like, I thought that by displaying some of my DMs publicly on Twitter, people would then go, oh, so that's how Nick gets his info. Yeah, that's how I get it. I get it via DMs in Discord. Um, Speaking of which, we do have a rumor mill today. But... What? There's there's more with this. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any more Activision Blizzard questions. I don't... um, I don't think there is. I think that's all the community questions for Activision Blizzard. But we should probably stop talking about this now because we've been going for a while. Yeah, um, we've been talking about in, in the end, the crux of the issue is some people are taking... There's, there's an interpretation issue here. That's, that's the thing. Ultimately, yeah? That's what it boils down to. You are choosing to take those words as... Yeah, we're going to make this stuff whatever. The four of us, or six of us now, are choosing to understand that legalese is a language that Microsoft understands intimately and speaks very, very well. And 
they can still keep all their promises. Abe's muted again. They can continue to keep all their promises simply by saying, yeah, just get Game Pass everywhere. Like, for me, I became so much more confident when they brought up the Switch. Because the only way they're getting all those games on Switch is through xCloud and Game Pass. That's the only way they're going to do it. You know what? So... I know some. I know some solicitors. I I might actually beg a favour and be like, hey, "You got five minutes? Can I run this through?" And you tell me if there's. If, if I think this Gaz is, deliberate. is one. I think Gaz is one. Does he get much business? I don't know. I think Gaz is one. I think wow. I could be wrong. I did not know. And that. Gaz is vehemently against me oh, on wow. this one. <laughs> like, I think I think though that my my point my initial point still stands. Right, you lose nothing. You can choose to believe Nick, and then have six to. You can choose to follow the logic if you want. If you want to frame yes, it, you that are way. Abe. You are muted. Yeah, you can choose six to to twelve months of arguing about it if you if you want to go this path, or you can just assume and take these words at face value and say the light. I am taking scenario. the words at face value. I'm That's just saying, dude. Here. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, to, them I'm talking to the value. audience. I'm talking to the audience, or you can assume. That Call of Duty will probably, probably remain multi-platform because it still gives you wiggle room. You won't have to argue about it. Yeah, it probably will. But if it's revenue coming back into Microsoft, I get more Xbox games. What do I care? With lots of other exclusives from everywhere else in Activision Blizzard. What's 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 to be upset about? There's nothing to be upset about unless the only thing you care about is sticking money in this PlayStation. In which case, you should probably take a look at your life. A little bit. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, look again. I get it though. I do. Like, I get it too. But I get come it. On. Like, okay. I was nineteen. I was twenty-one. I was twenty or twenty-one when Sega announced that they're getting out of consoles. And even as a twenty-one-year-old adult, I was gutted. I was devastated because I grew up with Sega. Sega was in the arcades, consoles. It was such a an integral part of my childhood, and I was gutted when they left the console space. And yeah, like everyone else, I partly blame Sony for that. So, you know... Did you guys I, hear I, what I, Hogue had to say about it? Did uh, any of you guys listen I, to I him? did not. I had a rough... I, I had some people say certain things about it, but I didn't read it or listen to it specifically, okay. no. All right, I won't go into that. But, but we'll have to get Hogue on. I'd love to have Hogue on the podcast. Yeah. He seems like he, a cool he, dude. He does it. He he would be a lot, but more articulate than than me on that. Obviously, it's not my expertise. But uh, you know, I guess it, it, since Nick was doing closing statements, <laughs> uh, how long did you practice those ones? No, those ones I didn't. I'm just. Now, I'll just say really quick. You know, actually, I was wrong. Call of Duty had 500 million uh, downloads on mobile. Um, Microsoft's biggest opportunity. Yeah, I, I haven't played it. I, have, I don't play mobile games. But Microsoft's biggest opportunity in gaming is mobile and PC for growth. And that is, this is going to help their roadmap for that a lot. And I think that yep. people keep, they keep overlooking that. But that's all. Yeah, that's all. No, I, no. I think I'm going to let it go. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I want them to buy Sega, because Sega bolsters their PC heaps. Yeah, it would. Not just console, PC. Mobile less, but PC. I just want Jet Set Radio Future to come back. Yeah, well, I I had heard they were trying to get that BC, but it looks like it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, in the end, yeah, it's 
He's, he's trying to know. get that I, last I, word in again, isn't he? No, it's just like, I just find it so bizarre. I'm going to let him have it this time, John. I'm you know, I say I find it bizarre, but then it was genius. It worked. Microsoft has everyone convinced that they're not going to lock it all down after the deal goes through. Like, they have everyone convinced. And that's right. probably what the goal was, to have yeah. everyone convinced that they're not going to lock it all down. They haven't fooled you, man. They haven't <laughs> fooled you, dude. No, Here you go. They have not. <laughs> they have not. And it's not even fooling. It's just smart business. It's just Ugh. smart business. You're not spending $70 billion to keep it all multiplayer. You're going to hoard it for your subscription service because you not want awesome. everyone on your subscription service. <laughs> like, how many times? It's already been proven now that, like, they'll get a deal on Game Pass and then the PlayStation version still sells a ton. So it's not like it's getting tons more people on Game Pass, is it? Like, from 18, they've gone to 25 in a year. Probably less than what people thought. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, so what's okay. going to grow? Ga- and that's despite MLB appearing on there. What's going to get Game Pass to grow more than having those games exclusively only on Xbox unless you put Game Pass on PlayStation and get all those subs too? But, but maybe it will be on them? PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, maybe they will have the streaming app on PlayStation. I mean, that that was one of the things that 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 people kind of glossed over was this whole open app thing. Microsoft yeah. wants a Game Pass app everywhere. They want it yeah, everywhere. They do, it, and you know, honestly, it, it, if it's everywhere. not on the if it's not on PlayStation, people are going to be able to take their PlayStation controllers over to the TVs in a couple of years. So that's exactly right. They it's, they it's want a Game Pass app. I've, I've said this before. The same way all modern TV remotes now have either a Netflix button or a YouTube button or an Amazon Prime button, Microsoft wants an Xbox button on remotes. So any TV you buy just has an Xbox app, hook your controller up to it, and away you go. They want an app on Switch. They want an app on PlayStation, mobile, tablet. Wherever you have a screen or a device that you plug into a screen, they'll want an app on there. And that's how you get your Xbox games, your Xbox exclusives. That's how you get them. You get them through Game Pass and xCloud. And I would would be very surprised if the FTC submission doesn't talk about that and uses EA as a great example of why their subscription should be on every platform too. We We definitely need to look to see if we can get Hogan next week maybe and see if we can continue i'd love to see nick versus hogue basically at this point i need to see it in my life but he's more educated than me that's why i was asking well, you that's guys why it would be an interesting conversation honestly because i thought yeah. in your line of work in real life you probably know better than me yeah and 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 genuinely it's 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 not I, I, I do data particularly analytics. useful to 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 mislead or yeah. to uh obfuscate obfuscate uh, that one yeah it's not it's not usual <laughs> to do that to your you know to, to who you're trying to sell to effectively which mm-hmm. effectively is, this is what it is we're, we're trying to sell you the I'm idea like big tech companies have been doing it for i know me. i know let's not like relive it let's press the rumor mill button and do something funny yeah. instead been doing it for every day All that's right. not anything new like come on that's why to- these big tech companies keep getting in trouble because they keep doing it well, that like and they keep the selling time. us, selling us the product. But come on, uh, right. chat. Do you want to see a rumor mill? Should we do a rumor mill right now? I don't know if it's an Xbox rumor mill, but let's press the button and find out. Uh, it sort of is. Oh, okay. Go on. Let's do it. What's that? I can't hear you. 
Oh, Xbox bought who? Sony did what? Nintendo? That's right, people. It's the rumor mill. Uh, I teased last week that I had some Lego, some um, Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga stuff. Um, so last week I got a whole. So I don't know how much people care about this game, but I was given a bunch of info and potentially some screenshots of Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. I think you saw me last week say when we had Diana on that the game is just very pretty gorgeous like it's such a beautiful game i mean those lego games have always been pretty reasonably good looking games but this one's just on another level like this is a legitimately beautiful game at least from the screenshots i've been shown but i also got a bunch of info so i I don't know i i I mean look this is the same person that told me arkham collection is coming to switch so i have to assume that it's good info so, I'm, I'm looking at a DM now, which is why I'm not looking at the camera or my compatriots here. But I'm reading the info that's in front of me about Lego Skywalker Saga. So, if you care about it, great. Um, what have we got here? I've got some info. There was a character creator apparently being tested that's not in the final game. It was cut, but it might come down the track as DLC later. I don't know if anyone cares about this. So, anyway. There's about 380 or so characters in this game which sounds like a lot is that a lot for a game like this uh, they've had many hundreds before with the uh Avenger- marvel's avengers games they had quite a bit but that yeah. seems more oh. than normal yeah because this is star wars across nine movies so i guess that mm. makes sense um the game has a ranking system similar to fallout new vegas is what i'm seeing here Dark side characters will not be attacked by stormtroopers, etc. Bounty hunters won't shoot first. <laughs> I assume that's a that's a little nod to whether Greedo Greedo yeah, shot first yeah. or Han. Yeah, is that's that right? Hilarious. So, yeah, no, a little that's bit. A good, that's, that's a great one if they put that in as a little Easter egg. Like, so you're in combat. Well, that's bounty that's hunters, what so my source fire. has right here. Bounty hunters won't shoot first. And as soon as I read that, I'm like, isn't that a Amazing. nod to one yeah. of the old Star Wars movies? It is. Um, it was good. What yeah. else did I get? Yeah, so that there's a class interaction system on the game, which I guess is what that probably refers to. Um, what else? What else? Uh, bounty hunters are null on every conflict. Uh, droids are null too. Um, what else? What else? But that's uh, about it. That's some of the specific details on how the game will work. Lego. That, that's what I got. Again, remember, I don't control what I get. I just get what I get, and I give what I get. Um, so if you're excited for that game, reasonable. there's a little, a few little tidbits. I, can, I will say, though, the screenshots I've been shown, which I'm not allowed to show, at least not right now, rest assured, it is a stunning-looking game. It is a very, very, very pretty game. What engine do they use? Do we know? Is it Telltale's own engine? Traveller's Tale's own engine? Or is it... Unreal, is it? I don't know. I don't think the previous games ran on Unreal, so it might be an in-house engine, but I'd have to go and look that up. Not sure. Well, if it is, it's beautiful. It's very, very nice. But, I mean, these screenshots, there's... I can't say what, but there's a very real reason I can't leak these. Uh, When you you see them, there's a very obvious reason that I can't leak these screenshots. But rest assured... 
it is a very very pretty game awesome but yeah i'll keep an eye out that's the it. info i got class system maybe a character created down the road it was cut from the final game it was going to be there from the start apparently it was cut um but yeah that's what i got i wonder if i um... may also have something next week oh okay and I it's xbox if... related and xbox studio related zenimax mm. in fact Oh. did you see um, they have just... a new studio in Seattle? i don't know but the, look i was already told i could say this today or, or last week and i didn't want to okay um because i wanted no nah, no nah, nah, look if i get to say what i'm hoping i get to say i will explain why i held off for two weeks oh, okay um but yes i may have something next week about a zenimax studio interesting i'm just hoping to get more Ooh. before i do because as it is right now it's a very nothing thing okay like it's just nothing and people will be like oh that's a big deal if I get this other thing I want, then it gives more meat on the bones. Mm. We do like meat on our bones. It's true. Yeah, It's a true yes. story. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, so I think now at this point, the only other thing I wanted to mention that I saw in the news that we kind of skimmed past was, did you guys see that uh, Martha is dead is being uh, oh, yeah. censored somewhat mm. on... Uh, on the PlayStation. PlayStation platforms. That's a bit odd. A little bit. The same platform that has <laughs> uh, gore porn, Last of Us 2. Yeah. It's a bit... you played that game? Have you I've seen, seen the stuff I've that takes place in that game? Yeah. I've been playing it. You shoot people's faces off and see what's underneath. So it's funny that they would want to censor someone's face getting cut off. When Last of Us 2 has you blowing people's faces off. I've read some conflicting reports that it wasn't a face. It was the age of the person's face that was being no, cut off. No, I've was... since read that apparently that's wrong too. Apparently no, the person's face you cut off is like 21. So I think... Okay, so it's like a Hannibal Lecter type deal. Yeah, like, apparently it's like twin sisters yeah. and it's a dream sequence where she's dreaming about taking her twin sister's identity or something. She's the same age as her. They're not children, they're adults. And she's cutting off her face to put it on her face to take her identity or something like that. So I'm like, really? That's what they're censoring? Maybe this is just like, a really cool marketing campaign. Maybe. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, at first, I, like you, read, oh, it's a child. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I think people child, use the phrase baby big... sister. And then people just assumed it was a baby. Yeah, like, maybe. Because oh, when I heard... I, it's reprehensible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. When I heard it was a child, I'm like, oh, that's a bit beyond the pale. Like a. You know, yeah. art and art, whatever. But cutting off a child's face is probably not a great thing to have in there. But then I read later, people are like correcting it, going, no, 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 it's not a child. It's an adult. I'm like, well, hold on. So then why haven't they censored Mortal Kombat? Like, yeah, isn't that a bit silly? Like, they, they, they won't censor Mortal Kombat. Last of Us 2 is there, which, again, play it. There's some gory stuff in there. They don't, don't censor those two games, but then they censor this one indie game. And it's like, come on, man, seriously. <laughs> well, uh, I think that all that is left for us to kind of uh, chew through is these last remaining community questions. And there are some fun ones in there. 
Um, I have a feeling we missed Nearly Crazies, which was all about Scalebound, funnily enough. Yeah, we I know. I know. Scalebound. There was a couple that we missed like that. So I guess um, Nearly Crazy, just go back and watch the Scalebound bit. Uh, we kind of answered it for you. <laughs> yeah, we did. We sort of covered it. Uh, DO Game. Hi all, do you think we could see some studios and IPs change ownership under Microsoft Gaming like we have seen with Embracer? For example, Compulsion joins ZeniMax, High Moon, Xbox Game Studios, the ownership and stewardship of the Hex and IP goes, the Roundhouse, etc. Also, do you think ABK and ZeniMax could have their own acquisition budgets? I thought that that last question was confirmed, that they can actually make acquisitions if they want to. Well, I, I think I think right. with the whole announcement of Microsoft Gaming, and these are independently operating spheres under that hat. Uh, yes, I would assume that is accurate that they could go out and make acquisitions. Do I picture studios currently under a particular house moving house? No. Um, no, neither do I. I. You know, I I would picture there could be some agreements between different studios within this big umbrella of Microsoft gaming doing IPs if the desire exists to do so. But yeah, they'll lend each other IPs yeah. for sure. Yeah. We already I, seen I, that with perfect dark, right? I mean, that's exactly, one. Yeah. exactly. Like I could so totally see, I don't know. Banjo, I could totally see a studio toys. like toys for Bob seeing a rare IP going, please, please, please let us do this one. And please, then please, Microsoft's please, please, like, please. yeah, sure. Go for it. Like, why wouldn't they? Like they'd be crazy yeah. not to. Exactly. Um, yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah, I don't know about um, what their budgets would be, but making acquisitions for these companies under Microsoft Gaming makes sense. Why not? Yeah. Okay, nearly crazy. Hey, you guys, i got to ask because my soul needs it. What are your thoughts on the recent Scalebound situation? Do you think Microsoft should jump on this again since it's a known Japanese studio that is showing a willingness to work with Xbox? Yes, I, I wish we had asked this back when I brought up Scalebound. But yeah, we, we talked about this earlier. Um, 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 um. Phylaxis, howdy gents, what's something positive that happened for you this week or recently? I started back at work after about five and a half years of doing the whole stay at home dad thing. Funny thing is I'm back doing the same job I left back then. Only a couple of days a week for now, but potential for more when youngest kids start school next year. Hope this question passes regulatory issues. And my intent is to continue to ask all future questions on this podcast exclusively. <laughs> something good that happened to you this week or recently we've had a question like this quite recently haven't we uh, i don't know maybe but no, something good that happened this week this uh, week or recently uh yeah i had i, I had mario strikers was announced <laughs> <laughs> well i each to their own um and I, I had too. a really good work week and i know now aside from some training sessions that i've got to attend next week i've got the whole of next week off um looking forward to spending some time with my kids and predominantly in the evenings getting a lot of writing done there's this whole book thing don't know if you heard about it i gotta, I gotta get something gotta get something written down for this yeah there's some time set aside in the calendar this week to do that so i, I think gotta that's pretty organize positive. some stuff for episode 100 we have got to organise some Four stuff. Four episodes away. One would argue we've already organised it a bit. We've got a little bit of writing to do there too, though, right? <laughs> we um, do. We do. We do. Yeah, we do. For me, it's easy. Um, I was right. Nick was wrong. It's on record. 
We should we should make a barter. We should make a barter, really. Like you know, come September, October, you guys are going to yeah. Be so no, silly. yeah, but honestly, we should we should come up with something funny for when whenever this happens. Like if Nick's right, you know, we'll we'll fork out and we'll buy him a year's worth of Game Pass sub, and sure. if he's He's got to wear a tinfoil hat for like the rest of the year. <laughs> for, for three episodes right, of the podcast. If I'm, right, if I'm right, you have to buy me a year of Game Pass. And if you're wrong, you have to buy me a year of Game Pass. <laughs> wait. Wait. This isn't see working See the clever out wording I just used? Yeah, I totally couldn't <laughs> see through that. That was intentionally clever wording, did you see? Yeah. Very, very clever. Yeah. Very smart. Oh, oh, dear. Oh, God. Funny how that works, isn't it? <laughs> It's real easy to use smart wording to get the message you want across. God, people are people are talking about all of the the horrific gore in uh, in the thingy, and I, don't, I I I know that some of our audio listeners don't particularly want to talk about horrific accents and things, but like when I think about the worst death in film, and I've seen a few, the one that film. I saw the other day. Have you guys have you seen? Um, oh, it's a really old horror film called Mirrors. Anyone seen that? Oh, the name rings a bell. It's got Kiefer Sutherland in it. And the people are in the, the mirror universe. But there's the a scene where the, she's having a bath and then the lady like stays in the reflection and watches her reflection, her real self yeah, yeah. have a bath and then she does something really gross. That's up there as one of the most like, oh God, this is awful deaths. I don't know. As Did you someone ever see who saw Hannibal? Faces of Death. Yeah. I saw oh, Faces I know, of right. Death as like a teenager. <laughs> I don't know if you can get much worse than that. I don't know yeah, what see, compelled that, that's me to watch that video. Real, I, I, that's I right. It's like those are just clips of dead people being it's killed. It's clips yeah, of people yeah, being yeah, killed. Like, sorry, what, what was this? Faces of death. It's like, I don't even know how this stuff got approved to be made and sold and rented in video stores. But it's <sighs> literally just footage. Oh, it was an actual bunch of stuff and, films. Yeah. No thanks. And man, that shit is confronting. Like you see it in movies where it's a bit Hollywooded up and whatever. This is real stuff, and it doesn't look the way it looks in Hollywood. <laughs> it looks very, no. very different to how it looks in Hollywood. It is. Hold on, I'll pull up a bunch of clips of it for the podcast. No, 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 you won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Play it in the corner. Like that stuff. Like when you see the real stuff, it burns into your brain in a way that the Hollywood stuff doesn't. Like yeah, when I see gore in movies now, it's like nothing. I don't even remember it. It doesn't register. But the real life stuff I've seen, it's seared. It's seared in, and it doesn't leave. And I wish I hadn't seen it. And I wow. saw it as like a teenager. It's <laughs> still with me thirty years later. It's just yeah. like I wish I hadn't seen it. I've seen so things bad. on the internet. I've seen things. Anyway, oh, um, let's not talk about that because that's a, that's quite a deep rabbit hole that we do not want to get. No. Okay, more Venthus. Uh, more Venthus. Hello all. Since per last week's podcast, I have stolen the crown of best questions by not asking one. I mm. guess I should do something about it. So much, so much like Conquer from the Can sequel, getting medieval. I'll squander my power and drink all the kingdom's booze by asking questions. Pick one or all. Um, acquisitions are so last year or last month. Let's talk about what's your favourite part of Rocket League. <laughs> My favourite part, Rocket... part of Rocket League is all of it. Rocket League wow. is amazing. Even though it makes me rage with frustration, it's still amazing. And the uh, actually, my worst part of Rocket League is the community itself, which is 
disgusting. <laughs> the Rocket League community is utterly gross, but the game is amazing. Number two, what microphones are each of you using for the podcast? I am using uh, this, a Rode microphone. Very nice. I'm us- yeah. using a Shure MVB7 podcast microphone. That's the one I want to get. I want to get that one. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah, I like it. I did get I did get a different one, but yeah, different pop filter thing. But yeah. What are you using? Same, just using the Xbox. It's a Sam- <laughs> no, it's a Samson Samson G Track Pro. I, whatever. It was whatever was available at uh, at uh, Best Buy when I needed something. So Ah, oh, you cheaped out. No, it's uh, it wasn't it wasn't like the cheapest one. I don't. I mean, I bet I'm guessing there's way more expensive ones. But uh, oh, okay. I, I already bought one for Figment, so I'm not buying. one How does it sound? Well. Do you think I should upgrade this thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Upgrade it. You're doing more and more <laughs> podcast appearances. Upgrade it. All right. Uh, number three. When are you going to get Chris Savore, the creator of Conker's Bad Fur Day, on the podcast? Oh, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? That would be cool. It Chris would definitely Savoy. be cool. I'd love to have Chris Savorn. We can try. Yeah, we're always up for I trying. Try, I try my best to get everyone. Oh, maybe we you can know, get him on for you, episode one hundred. Did you see last week the thread that was made on the on the forum? Like right <laughs> after what about us asking to get Phil on? Trying to, and I said like someone's like the next challenge for the Xbox Zero podcast is to get Phil Spencer on, and I was like, challenge accepted. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to back down from a challenge, am I? Yeah, I I think I said that when when we first started the podcast, we're like, our goal is someday have we've got to get Phil on someday. I mean, what Paris took till didn't he take to like episode a thousand? (laughs) We're nearly there. Game Attack Radio. Yeah, we've got a few episodes to go. We're nearly there. We're We're almost at a (laughs) hundred. I I will say, like uh, you know, like we're always trying to get really good guests for you guys um when we can i think the the most difficult thing is for a lot of the higher ups that people would love to see on the the biggest problem is the juggling act of our our ideal world and i'm sure the audience's ideal world would be for them to hang out for the whole show but the reality is and the reason you see some podcasts are very structured and it's exactly 45 minutes long or whatever the case may be is because yeah, they're, they're pretty important people and their time is limited. So I'd love to have Phil on in a, in a kind of very similar capacity where like how Jeff Gerstmann did the the giant bomb sort of Phil, Phil mm. night where he'd come in and just sit on the sofa and they would just chat. That's the kind of level I'd like to get to. But yeah, but we're just well, not big enough. Like we, we don't no. get our choice of guests. Like we don't get to just, I want them and I want them and I want them and I want them. We like have to beg and plead and fight and scratch and claw and harass and like yeah i you know if people knew the sort of messages i send and the way i try and get guests on this podcast it'd be hugely embarrassing for me like very very you're a bit of a kiss ass basically right like i have to i have to really embarrass myself and strip away (laughs) all my pride of which there was not much anyway (laughs) to be able to get guests on this show that's the trade-off. I do no work for Xbox Era, but I humiliate and embarrass myself to get guests on this podcast. That's the trade-off. Hey, it's, it's a good trade-off. It's a good trade-off. Mm. The, guests, the guests are it good. Is. The it's guests good are good. Okay, Creaky Legs. 
I mean, I am going to do some work. I am going to get that Ninja Turtles review. Very much looking forward to that. Yeah. And hopefully Klonoa too. There you Man, go. Keep I was busy. so happy that like it, Nick, like, I can say this pretty confidently. I've already got you Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're on the list. I feel yeah. pretty good about getting you Klonoa. Grouse. That's so good. Grouse. I love that game so much. Like Wait, when I what? sold my PS2 and my OG Xbox, before I sold them both, I went through each game that I have on Xbox or PlayStation 2 and made sure that I had the game playable on a more modern console. So I went through all my PS2 games. I said, okay, God of War 1, yep, got it on PS3, the HD collection. God of War 2, yep, done. Manhunt, bought it on OG Xbox because um, I was selling my PS2 at the time. Uh, you know, Def Jam Vendetta, got it on GameCube. NBA Street Volume 2, got it on GameCube. Blah, blah, blah. So I managed to replace all my games on PS2 and OG Xbox. But there was two that I couldn't. Klonoa 2, which I sold for like $150 Australian on eBay. Klonoa 2 and Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. So now with the Klonoa collection coming out, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks is the last game left that I have not been able to replace on a more modern console. That's not too bad. Soon. One game's okay. <laughs> okay. Creaky legs. Hello, lads. Please humor us with your definitive answer to this question. When you're home, how do you prepare your tea and coffees, including the brand if that matters to you? I like PG Tips Black Tea steeped for three minutes with three sugars. Three sugars. Wow, that's... That's sugary. Uh, I used to have three sugars in my coffee. And a splash or two of almond milk. Gross. Almond milk tastes like dirt. I'll (laughs) drink Twining's honey vanilla chamomile in the evening. I'm terrible at making coffee. Have a great weekend. And to the dear listeners out there, remember, you matter. Yeah. Well, everyone knows how I make my coffee by now. I've actually found a brand new favorite coffee. They're called Foster's and Black. I don't know if they ship internationally. I'd have to check. They're, they're an Australian company. I, I saw just had a coffee on Twitter. Yeah, I posted on Twitter. I, I went and got a, a a handmade cinnamon scroll from this company in Melbourne that makes beautiful donuts and had a Foster and Black lactose-free latte. And oh, it's, one of the, it's probably the best coffee I've ever had. And I jumped on their website immediately to like check them out. Um but yeah, they're, I'm tempted to buy their beans and get myself a new coffee machine that uses beans and whatever to make them myself at home. Like, they're really, really nice. Man, honestly, um, you need to pick up a mocha. I, I guarantee you, you will love it. A what? A mocha. I'll, I'll, M-O-K-A. I'll, I'll go grab it at some point and, and show you yeah. guys. It's really, really good. Um, it's it's, man, it's funny that... Wrong. It's, it's it's funny that Creaky Legs said three sugars because I used to always have three sugars in my coffee for years, like for years and years and years. I used to have three sugars. Then I went down to two. Then I went down to one. And once I switched to lactose-free milk, that was it. Didn't need because lactose-free milk is naturally quite sweeter sweet. than yeah. normal milk, but mm. it's actually got less sugar than normal milk, surprisingly, which is it what makes lactose-free sweeter. milk so good. Yeah, oh, and it froths it. up brilliantly. If you're making your own coffee, it froths like barista milk. Ah, oh, lactose-free milk. I'm so glad I switched to it. It's the greatest. So here's, so here's a question then, because this is an important question, especially as a Brit. How do you make your tea? How do you make your tea? Like, describe the tea. process. You get your mug. Yeah, a cup of tea. 
get the mug, <laughs> chuck the stupid bag in, boil the water, pour it in, let it sit there. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, but how how long do you how long do you let it brew? Do you do milk first or water first? You know, water. no milk. I put the water. water boil the it's water. The right way. It's the right way. And if I like, it depends on the tea I'm having. Like, I, I the only tea I've ever really had is green tea, and that's when I was on my health kick and trying to lean up and all that sort of stuff. Like, I went through a real hardcore. I don't know what you want to call it. A hardcore leaning phase before I went to Greece. Yeah. And I was like, no carbs, this, that, the other. So I was having green tea all the time. Oh man, tea. I forgot. Green, green tea is supposed to help you lean out, like do something yeah. to your yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you, you guys need to try a good cup of Yorkshire tea, proper brick dust, color of brick dust tea, builder's tea, nice and strong, a little bit of milk in. Nice and brewed. Tea just oh. tastes like we don't do a lot of tea over here in the states. I know you it's don't. Like, you guys don't even have like for the majority. I just drink coffee. Food. I drink a pot of coffee every day. That's usually enough. I drink like a pint. Coffee's of coffee. Coffee's the south coffee. is all about sweet tea, which I imagine most of Britain would absolutely hate. Yeah, it's just like pure sweet sugar. tea. What's sweet tea? You take um, shitty tea and you put a lot of sugar in it so it doesn't taste bad, and then you drink it cold <laughs> normally. <laughs> It's, it's generally poor people's we need energy tea because a lot of southern food is all about um, getting as much energy as you can because it was a very work outside area. It wasn't like big business. It was farming and agriculture and all that stuff. So all the food around here is about carbs and, and really just not dying in the uh, sweltering heat as you work yourself to the bone. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I used to do. I used to put honey in my green tea so it didn't taste disgusting. Oh, man, you, you need to try normal tea. It's, it's really tasty. It's very different. My to wife coffee. has tea. My tea wife tea's great. Tea. Tea's delicious. I don't like it. Like, I'm, I'm coffee, and if it's past midday, tea all the way from there. Oh, look, Unless I'm I might start drinking green tea coffee. again because I'm trying to lean up again uh, and lose a bit of weight. So I'm going to probably start drinking tea, green tea again to try and. Strip back a little bit. Oh man, I had a memory. Forty-one-year-old body back in shape. I had a memory on Facebook. Uh, someone forwarded me, and I don't normally go on Facebook, but I got pinged it, and it was from like I don't know, it would have been twenty twelve when I was like nine stone or something like that, or just just uh, just over ten. So I was I was like a good four stone thinner, and I was like I used to be so thin. It was very depressing. I was like, like don't that. ever send me memories again. <laughs> oh, look, you know, back when back when I was getting in shape for Greece, I started fitting into pants that I used to wear in my twenties. Oh, I was so excited! So yeah. my aim is to get back into those pants again that I used to wear in my twenties. Yeah, twenty-eight inch goal. pants. I was like, this is glorious. I want to go back. These were were these twenty-eight or thirty? They were either twenty-eight or thirty, and I managed to get into them. And one of them was a pair of flares, bootlegs. Wow, yeah, wow. bootlegs. Okay. Which I plan to wear again. Crim dams. I, I pull off bootlegs pretty well. I do them oh. all right. <laughs> this podcast goes <laughs> down some be... weird. Roots but I need sometimes. to quit smoking first. <laughs> yeah, it's a Keras question. It's Keras yeah. time. Okay, hello everyone. Just a short question for me this week, since I'm exhausted from being in quarantine with children all week. Stupid Omicron, the Nomad Soul, Dreamcast game. Anyway, since I had a week off and had to find something to do with the children, I decided to spring clean the house with them. Two bedrooms, all the toys, the pantry and the utility room. I love a good spring clean. 
We did so much, we have treated ourselves to farm together, a wonderful game I will extol the virtues of later. But it's effectively a scummy mobile game without the scum. No in-app purchases or loot boxes, just a basic Viva Piñata style garden builder where you level up from growing and harvesting and generally making your garden pretty. We love it. Anyway, my question. I was essentially skiving off this week. Skiving? S-K-I-V-I-N-G, skiving? Skiving. Oh, skiving? Okay. I was essentially skiving off this week and spent all that time productively and without sweets and booze. I am a good girl. We all (laughs) take time off for a game we love, etc. But have you ever taken a day off and been a total amazing house goddess and used it properly like a grown-up? Keras. Yes, I have. I have taken days off just to clean the entire house. You, you look Top like a house Skirting goddess, boards. To be fair. Skirting boards. Architraves. Uh, window frames. Um, under the couches. Uh, behind the fridge. Top of the microwave. Under the microwave. Uh, like, when I, when I clean, I clean. Like... The people that know me in real life believe I have a sickness and a mental illness. No, I'm serious. The people who know you online think the exact same thing. Yeah, Yeah, but for different reasons. I was going to leave that one alone. The people that know me in real life think my mental issues are for my neat freak cleanliness. Like, I don't think people realize how bad it is. Like, you guys wouldn't know because you just see me here and you see how this room is or whatever. Like... The people that know me know how bad it is. Um, mm. But yes, I have taken... They, and you f- it feels satisfying. There's something satisfying about like full-on cleaning your house. Like I've shown pictures on Twitter where all my consoles have been taken out of this unit here and they're all on the couch because I take them apart. And then I'll take this, right? <laughs> He's Oops. really getting into this. I'll take this thing, <laughs> right? And like blow into my consoles to get all the dust out and then vacuum and clean them and polish them. Mate, I, when I clean, I clean. Like I go all the way. You should get one of these. They're really cool. The uh, air I've, dust got, I've, got, I've got a smaller compressed air canister that I just, if I need to. Yeah, but that runs out. I used to have one of those too. And then it runs out. And then when you want it, you don't have it. So I just bought one of these and it just charges with micro USB. That's pretty, that's just pretty nice. It charges nifty. with that. I, um, I don't think I've ever cleaned a console bar because you no. outside clean. Like, Did you hear that? Wow, wow. I've never done the inside cleaning. I mean, really? I've, I've taken plenty of time wow. off to do house things. I, I took six weeks what? off to build the house I'm in. So, like, yeah. But I, in reality, I'm actually the biggest procrastinator anyone will ever meet, ever. Um, yeah. In fact, there's a really, really great TED Talk, which I'll actually link in the chat if you want a good laugh, it's quite funny, but this is basically me. Uh, this is how my brain works, how I operate, um, which is effectively, and this is particularly scary when you go to do something like a book where lots of people are relying on you because my normal, you know, I am the guy that crams for the test the night before the test is, mm. you know, like that is captain, you know, I'll have weeks and I'll talk about doing it, but I'll come up with a reason not to do it. It's terrible. And I'm very aware of this problem in myself. So I do a lot of things to counter it. But yeah, if I was to book a day off in advance and think, I'm going to do loads of housework today, it probably wouldn't happen. No, that's the only <laughs> thing I don't procrastinate on is cleaning. Like everything else, yes. Everything else, yes. I still haven't done that top five video I want to do. Everything don't... else I procrastinate on. But when it comes to house cleaning, no, nah, I get that shit done. 
John, I think I, I understand where you're coming from. I think I'm more like I always I always pictured those scenes in like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, you know, like when he's getting in the chopper and everything's like exploding and he's holding by the end of the rope. <laughs> I feel like that's how my I live my life. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. <laughs> so I take time off of work just to get just to get bend uh, to catch the end of the rope, basically. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it feels so much more exciting to live this way, but yes, that's a good question. <laughs> There's only a couple more questions left. Uh, good old Collingwood. Hello, John, Nick, Jesse, and Abe. Because Monday is Valentine's Day, what's your favorite kind of chocolate? Mine are caramello bears or chocolate eggs filled with caramel cream. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate's the best. Ooh. Love dark um, chocolate. Flake. Cadbury flake. <sighs> Chocolate's Flakes a, a difficult nice. one. Like Turkish if talking, delight. If we're talking big brand chocolate, like you know your, your galaxies, your dairy milks, your Nestle's, like galaxies is the best. But then if we're talking more specialist brand, lint chocolate is heavenly. Um, if if I was to just pick a chocolate bar up, like if I'm in a shop and there's a, a row of chocolate bars, my kind of go-to one is usually a Whisper Gold because you get a little bit of caramel, but you get that nice bubbly Whisper chocolate. That's that's probably about it for that's me. A good one. Anything dark, I'm I'm yeah. good with anything that's dark chocolate, pretty much. I'm already bitter enough. I don't, I don't need. <laughs> I, yeah, but there's I, varying I, I, degrees. I know, I know. Of dark chocolate, um, and I love chocolate covered peanuts. Ooh, oh man, I used to have. It's funny because I haven't had a chocolate bar probably in almost ten. I don't know, maybe seven years. You, if you were like about that. to say years, we, we need to no, get years. Down a chocolate bar stat. No, no, it's been like seven years or something. I used to have. Well, it's because I had a, I had an addiction to chocolate. Like I, I those cho- those peanut really? peanut butter M and M's. I used to go through freaking like a bag of those every other day. Uh, uh, back then, you know, I know I had a lot of cleavage back then, so I had to stop. You know, and I just went cold oh. turkey. Man, when I fly to the US, I literally I make sure before I fly back, I I head to like Target or whatever, and I get those crazy American sized caramel M Ms because we have caramel M Ms over here, but they're like crunchy caramel and they're not particularly great. But the M Ms you guys have are literally like this big and yeah. filled with gooey caramel, and I can just like I I would sit on the plane back and I'm like nine hours, three bags, buy teeth. And I just like, but you guys and, and don't have the Tim Tams, do you? They're, they're no, like crap. It, like it literally, I, I won't even try one. Missing out. Like I feel like if I had one candy bar, or like even a bite of a candy bar, I'd probably like wake up in the bathtub covered in chocolate. Wow, in, in, that's in dedication, man. I admire you. You guys <laughs> need to find. You guys need <laughs> so to find stores there. in the US and the UK that import Tim Tams. Oh, I do. My both of the. Um, Grocery stores I go to have Tim Tams in the international section. They're very good. Have you bought them before? Yes. Yeah, they're very good. Tim Tams are. Oof, mm-hmm. They are next level. And like the, um, the one I would choose, which I'll show to chat, are Tony's Chocolonely. They are Ooh. phenomenal. They've got all those. They're all different varieties, different levels of dark, hazelnut, sea salt, all that. If you can ever find Tony's Chocolonely... That is the best chocolate bar out there. Man, I'm looking at your Tim Tam thing. I can get a pack of them on Amazon for seven quid. It's okay. a bloody penguin. It's a penguin bar. We've got these. They're not that great. Hold on. I don't know what a penguin bar is. 
Oh, it's and two my chocolate wife biscuits my wife with a chocolate sure cream filling wrapped in chocolate. The um the Tony's Chocolate oh, yeah, Company do the same, was made they? to be cruelty free. That's their entire thing about not being cruel to cows for their milk. So you can feel good while you're getting fat diabetes. Oh, okay. Well, I've never heard of these penguin bars. Okay, they do look just like a Tim Tam. Yeah, even Goro is in the chat. Like, aren't Tim Tams just penguins? I, I think they are. Maybe I, I've actually... never heard of penguins, man. Don't get upset. Yeah. Relax. I'm, I'm, hey, we're all friends here. We all love chocolate. This is as far away but from Xbox subjects as we can possibly go, maybe. I'm willing <laughs> to bet that penguins aren't as good as Tim Tams. British chocolate's pretty good, man. Like, it, it, this isn't like Hershey's. Are we going to do this whole thing where you guys think food in your countries is as uh, good as ours? Come on, don't be silly, please. Are we going to just talk Melbourne? Stop being okay. silly. There's huh? a reason that people import Tim Tams. I've never even heard of bloody penguins. Melbourne coffee is the worst coffee on the planet. Here. There, I said it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Look, there's plenty of knockoff stuff that's not as good as the original, yes? Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, penguins are the wish.com Tim Tams. So, I'm sure they're not as good. I've literally never heard of them. I've heard oh, of Nick, plenty Nick, of American chocolate. I've got some bad info for you, Nick. Tim Tams first what? appeared on the market in 1964. Penguins had already been produced since 1932. Eat shit, Nick. So, so what? I never said they were first. Penguins, well, yo. You caught, mm, that, I didn't that say they were first. Them. They ripped off penguins then, obviously. Well, Tim Tams are better, though. That's all yeah, I'm saying. How can you say that? You've never had a penguin? Come on. But there's a well, reason the that Tim phrase? Tams, clearly everyone wants to import them all over the world and not the penguins because the Tim Tams are great. I've seen penguins too. They're in my grocery store. Oh there's a pretty big British candy section in my grocery store. There's literally one thing from Australia in there. Yeah. And I'm looking at the picture and Tim Tams are way smaller. Like, they are. Yep. How much hour, if you ask me. Um, okay, what's the last question we got? Um, 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 where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Big Happer, I think. Yep, Big Happer, and it's one that we possibly should have brought up earlier when we talked about the Nintendo Direct. Yep. Hello, John, Nick, and Jesse. I'm primarily an Xbox gamer, the occasional PlayStation game, and Nintendo with my wife and family. She loves the Contra series and carries me through them. This week there was a Nintendo Direct. I caught some of the highlights of the show. Mario Strikers, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, Switch Sports. Oh yeah, Switch Sports. It's not made by Nintendo though, but still look pretty good. These games are lower budget, simple gameplay, take less development time, but are pure family fun video gamey game games. It's the art style, mechanics and charm of Nintendo. How would you imagine a Microsoft gaming universe like this with all the IP and characters they will have? It's not the same though. Like... Yeah. Nintendo has Mario, which covers a lot, and the Mushroom Kingdom and everything that encompasses it. It's just... Because Microsoft doesn't really have the family-friendly stuff, I know they've got some IPs now, but I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't know how to articulate what I'm thinking here, but the way Nintendo's IPs are, it's easier to have a video gaming MCU-style thing with Nintendo than it is with Microsoft. I don't know how else to articulate that. Well, I mean, their IPs like, are just bigger. But, you know, I think Microsoft has enough now. They could they could do something. It wouldn't be on that. I, I don't think it would it would be as popular. Um, but you have Crash. You have Banjo. You have Spyro. Spyro you have, you know. And then, they, you know, Rare has some other, you know, well, I guess Battletoads. Yeah. I don't Cameo. know. Cameo. 
yeah, cameo. So you could probably do like a cartoonish Joanna Dark or cartoon chief or something, you know, I don't know. They could. They they probably could. The more the more deeply you think about it, the more they probably could. And they and they could start to do their own equivalent of Mario Golf, Mario this, Mario that and have their own equivalent which is like I don't know what they'd call it because I don't yeah. know if they have that singular mascot to tentpole it around. So Nintendo has Mario this and then they can go ahead and so already it's we're seeing Mario Add Sonic Sorry. and then you'll be good. Add yeah, Sonic well, if they buy Sega, good. then they've got Sonic to build it all around. That's right. But Nintendo has Mario and then they build everything around Mario. And then that, so they had Smash Brothers, which was effectively just kind of Mario fighters sort of. And that grew and grew and grew. Mario Kart has slowly started to drop in characters from other IPs. Zelda, Animal Crossing, blah, blah, blah. So... But I don't know if does Microsoft have that singular IP that they build that around. They haven't been pushing Banjo for Banjo to be that right. IP. So what do they call their Mario Kart? You can't call it Microsoft Kart. There's got to be something you can call it. I don't know what that is. Um, Banjo Kart. You need that. Didn't Crash so, have a racer? It had something. Yes. I mean, yep. yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. But I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it. I don't think Microsoft can have Crash being that pillar yeah. that is what they build all those games around. You don't have yeah. a Crash Cart, but then have yeah. Banjo in it and call it Crash Cart, because I'd argue that Banjo is bigger than Crash. I'd argue. How about, how about this one? Clippy Cart. <laughs> yeah, Clippy yeah. Cart. All right. Well, that's what happened. That's it then, um, uh, Nick. They need to. Um, they need to make sure that uh, they, they're good with the FTC after this so they can go get Sega next. And that's it. Yeah. So I, I feel like what Microsoft needs to do is if they're going to do this stuff, if they're going to have a Smash, if they're going to have a Mario Kart, if they're going to have a golf, a basketball, a soccer, and all these games like Nintendo has, which they probably do have the IPs to do it now, they're going to have to come up with a branding that can encompass it all. Something to build it all around. Because they can't pick one IP and then build around like Sega has Sonic and Nintendo has Mario. They don't quite have that. So they're going to have to come up with a branding for it that then flows on to all of them, yeah. regardless of sport. Yeah, it's, it's or, a tricky one. Yeah, it is. It is tricky. It's a tricky one. I don't think on their own any of those IPs are strong enough to be that tentpole. Yeah. So yes, collectively they can do it, but they need something there to hang it all on. So I don't know what they call like they had connect. So they had connect sports, connect this, connect that, connect that. It was the yeah, device. Yeah. It was That's the a great... whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yep. What, with you. what do they do now? If they want to have a Mario Kart game, what do they call it? They can't call it Banjo Kart. They can't call it bring, Crash bring, Kart. Bring back the Joyride IP and then just stick a load of characters in it. But then what do they call the soccer game? Do you know what I mean? Like, th yeah. there has to be a singular entity, a singular branding that covers all of it yeah. to be able to pull it off. And they don't have what are, what do they use? <laughs> Halo Kart. It just doesn't have the <laughs> same bell to it, does it? Yeah. But they can put Halo characters in there and they can put Minecraft and they, they can do all that stuff, but they need to come up with a branding, 
somehow, and it'd be difficult. I'm not saying it'd be yeah, easy. Yeah, I mean, look, look how PlayStation tried. PlayStation All-Stars, they used the... That's right. You know, they used the actual console brand That's rather right, than because a, they a lone the character. They didn't yeah. have that singular character to build it around. Like, Nintendo and Sega both fostered Mario and Sonic in a way where they were the brand. Nintendo is Mario and Sonic is Sega. Yeah. So you can build a Sonic racer, Sonic soccer, Sonic this, Sonic that, Mario this, Mario that. Microsoft and Sony don't have that. Both of them don't have it. They have characters, as was proven with PlayStation All-Stars. They have the characters to throw in there, but they don't have that singular character to build it around and name it after. And neither does Microsoft. So they're going to have to come up with something that's not Xbox whatever or Microsoft this to build it around. It could um, be Xbox, right? If you have PlayStation All-Stars, you could do Xbox. The PlayStation, yeah, PlayStation All Stars flopped. It was a dumb name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's the whole well. point. That was yeah, a part yeah. of its problem. Same way Rocket League, you know, for the people that don't know, and I assume everyone does, but for the people that don't know, Rocket League is a sequel. Yeah. Does everyone know that Rocket League is a sequel? Super acrobatic rocket powered battle cars. Super acrobatic rocket powered battle cars. It had the yeah. dumbest name ever, but it was exactly the same game, but it died <laughs> because of the stupid name. Yeah. So no one crazy? bothered to try it, and no one. It's it's important. A name is important. Yeah. So, and and Rocket League is the most exquisite example of what a difference a name can make because the PS3 game is exactly pretty much identical to Rocket League, and yet one is hugely successful and one never got off the ropes. Yeah. Why? Because of a name. So. Food events. <laughs> You know, so they if they're going to do this, if Mark, and I think they should. I think Microsoft should 100% go all in now and be like, and remember, Microsoft's not done acquiring. So there's every chance they're going to acquire even more IP that they can add to a cart and a yeah. soccer and a basketball and a tennis and a whatever. So they're going to have, they've got some time. They're going to have to come up with some kind of branding to build that around. And, and I'm telling you that branding is important because... It, yeah. It, it can is. live or die on it. So they're going to have to come up with a branding to do that with. I just honestly can't think of... And the funny thing is, I used to be good at this kind of stuff back when I was a graphic designer. I actually used to be really good at that sort of thing. But now I can't I can't think of something Xbox can use, to be honest. Because I think using the words Xbox or Microsoft is just silly. Yeah. Um, they have to come up with something. Yeah. Connect was good. I liked Connect. You know, Connect yeah, I saw sports, you agreeing Connect with Jez. Connect. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole because I've just realised we're over three hours long. Yeah, we are. I'm definitely tired, and I think I think the audience is probably all falling asleep as well. Ah, <laughs> uh, I could do I could do an entire podcast around Connect and the Xbox One and all that sort of stuff. I'll let you get Jazz on. <laughs> oh, I'd podcast. love to talk about that. I'd love oh, to talk dear. about Connect and how great it was. Yeah. Well, Connect was amazing. <laughs> But hey, I don't think there's any other community questions. I there think, isn't. We I think we got them all. We got we them got all, them. like Pokemon. Um, <laughs> we caught them all. And so, so on that note, on that uh, note, for everyone watching, <sighs> don't stress. Xbox fans, don't stress. It's all going to be exclusive going forward. Don't stress out. It's wow. going to be don't fine. Stress. Guys. It's Thank a bigger you. community. It's better with more people playing together. 
It's all right, guys. We're get it on it's all going to be exclusive. As soon it's as the be deal's closed, you'll save 70 as soon bucks as that deal's closed. every other year whenever it comes out. It'll be good. It'll be great. Don't stress, everyone. <laughs> Join us next time on, on the Xbox Hero podcast where we'll talk about this for the next year. <laughs> we may have a guest <laughs> This is on only part one. one. This is yeah. going to keep rotating in, people. <laughs> Oh, we, man. We, we probably have a guest for next week. You're, you're going to yeah. need a better speech, though, for Hogue. I, I think I think when you get Hogue, it's done. I think when you talk to Hogue, you'll... you'll I think we should set it up like a trial. We need a what jury. I'll lean on Hogue. No, because Hogue actually would articulate what I was trying to say, which I don't think I did. I, I don't, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't really... But I won't attack but, Hogue. But, I, I, I'll lean on his expertise. Like, I'll ask him the question. Is a CNN interview a binding contract and FTC submission? No, it's not. Right, okay, he says no. Wait, but anyways, stop. but anyways. We've yeah, done this. <laughs> We've done this. He's doing his closing <laughs> statements again. You can't. That's not fair. I will never. <laughs> you, you guys know that I die on hills. Yes, you do. You I die I'm still waiting for, I'm still waiting uh, for, uh, yeah, what is it? The Halo is going to be next gen only? What else? What other hills did you die on? I did die on that hill. I stayed there and I died on it, and I was wrong. Okay. It'd be two nothing. Me. I'm gonna. I didn't relent. Nothing. What do you mean two nothing? I was right about the multiplayer. Oh God! You've you've set him off now. You've set him off. I was right about the one I'm, year I'm, delay. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that Jesse has the power to just end this. Even <laughs> Jesse's died. You all did. <laughs> you all Wait. did, including Jesse. This is one of the only ones Jesse's been on my side about. This is one of the only ones. Oh, I admitted the Halo thing was more, I just don't want to wait that long. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. thank you for watching. Thank you for hanging out. Nick is right. He dies on hills. Abe I is right. Hills. And I'm nothing if not consistent. He consistently dies on hills. And my cat's knocking my camera. <laughs> I'm using the same explanations and principles I used for Bethesda here. So I'm nothing if not consistent. I'm not going back on anything. I'm not changing my mind on anything. I'm staying consistent. Okay. The that's the least you can say about me. You know, I've learned in life though. Sometimes, sometimes you got to get off that hill. Sometimes, when the, no. once the the once the uh, meteor gets close enough, you just you, you just got to run. It's not how I roll. <laughs> it's not how I roll. <sighs> once I once I once I'm picked that hill and I'm on that hill, that's it. I'm there. It's it's good. It's it's good for morale for my troops. So the four or five people that are with me know that I'm not going to abandon them at the last second. I'll go down with that ship. Yeah. Like the but guys. here's the great part, though. Here's the, here's the best part about the fact that it's just Jesse, myself, Justin, Razor, Chris, and a couple of others that were in the chat. So there's like six or seven of us. Here's the best part about the fact that it's only six or seven. When we're right, Come September, October, man, that gloating is extra special because it's just like six of us against like the entire planet. So that gloating just takes on another level of significance. It's going to be so good. The sore winner. Yeah. Right. That's it. I'm calling <laughs> it. So good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Abe, thank you for joining me and Nick once again. And, and Nick, brother, me. I'll see you next week with Jesse for yep. episode 97. Nearly there. Three episodes to episode 100. Nearly what there. Could we possibly be doing something really cool? Get Jeff Grubb on. Yeah, yeah, just Jeff. <laughs> just Jeff. Yeah. What if we just yeah. get Jeff and Dim and Cog? And... I think Dim's ignoring me. Is he? 
I don't know. He's not replying to any of my messages on Discord or Twitter. He's he's busy. He might be busy. Might and be I don't want to time. tag him publicly on Twitter and say, hey, man, check your DMs. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that, but I'm going to have to. <laughs> yeah, well, that's your that's your MO. I think Ladies Australia changed their rules around quarantine and stuff, so I reckon he can come home. Oh, there you go. He might be happy with but that. We'll but we'll see. And we'll see everybody else uh, on the forums, as always. You can check out our Patreon yep. Head just calm down, everyone, please. Dot com. But yeah, let's stay calm. And if you just want to see if Nick down. is right, just don't e- argue. Even if like I'm Nick. wrong, guys, even if I'm wrong, you get it all on Game Pass Day One, which is amazing. That's it. That's the even actual truth. if I'm wrong. I mean, that's the only thing. That's he's the likelihood got, of that. Yeah, but if I'm wrong, yeah. if if I'm wrong, if it's right. all on Game Pass Day One, which is it is. That's the best outcome. There you go. Yeah. If, if Microsoft wants to waste seventy billion on Game Pass Day One. All right, goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.